All right, y'all, it's been a minute, but we are finally back at it. I guess we can call it season two of the Cappuccino Brothers because we've uh, been off all summer. We've been chilling all summer and shit. If you haven't been listening to the show, uh, I am DJ Contact and my homeboy, Jank One. And we just kind of shoot the shit about uh, different things that's going on in, in music and otherwise what's going on with our lives and stuff like that. And uh, we just kind of talk about a little bit of everything. We got a lot to catch up on since it's been... Our last episode was in June. Yeah, it was like uh, early June. So all summer we kind of just been chilling. One of the main reasons why we um, stopped for the summer, why I stopped for the summer, uh, we generally record at my house, is because uh, we live in Wisconsin and there is no fucking uh, AC is not a thing here. I mean, it is, but we like really, it normally doesn't get hot enough for us to. To justify having air conditioning and all that shit like oh, that. Oh, I justify so. that shit every year. <laughs> I don't know about you. I've never owned an air conditioner. Never in your life? Nope. That's never. Craziness. Not as an adult. I mean, we had an air conditioner as you know when I was a kid. I had air conditioner for a couple summers, but for the most part, man, as an adult, I've never owned an air conditioner. I remember when I was I got a little older, we got an air like one air conditioner unit that uh-huh. was in the living room. <laughs> exactly. And um. Man, I remember going to like my white friends' houses and stuff. Central <laughs> air, like, <laughs> right? Wait, why is that shit coming out of the heat? <laughs> Facts. I didn't What's know central air. I didn't know what central air was until Man. I was an adult. Like, I never experienced that until I was an adult, and I went to I was stationed in Phoenix, and they had you know central air standard out there. You know, it's hundred yeah, it hundred ten, hundred twenty degrees and shit in the summer. So that shit's standard. And I was like the same as you. Like, wait. Like, you could do air conditioning and heat out of the same thing. The same vent? <laughs> this is magic. Like, We're probably, like, ignorant as fuck to everybody around us. <laughs> That's definitely one of those things where you feel like, okay, now I got, I can afford central air that I'm rich. That's right. one of those things you do associate with what people having money is to be <laughs> able to afford a central air unit, especially, you know. Yeah, I had never seen no shit like that. I'm, I came from the same thing. We might have had one air conditioner in the, in the living room and, you know, then you got to keep all the fucking windows closed and all that shit because you don't want the air to get out and, and, yep. and all that. And, yeah, I just, as an adult, I've never done that. I just usually usually make it with, um, usually get by with, like, fans and shit like that and just leaving uh, the windows open and stuff. Yeah, you can just go over to Walmart, give them $75, get a little <laughs> air conditioning unit for your room. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> I probably will invest in that. I, I'm thinking about. Uh, it's only getting hotter. Right, like, yeah. Global warming is is real. That shit's real. So, yeah. So the main reason we stopped is, uh, yeah, summer was ridiculously hot. It was any time I wanted to record, any time we thought about recording, it would be like fucking ninety degrees outside. And I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to be baking in here, and you have y'all hearing fans in the background and all that shit. Because this ain't no professional ass fucking studio or no shit like that. We just chilling at the crib. You know what I'm saying? We chill at the crib and drink and and, and talk shit. So. It ain't like no professional ass soundproof fucking booth situation. We just getting it out the mud, you know what I'm saying? And, and doing it how we want to do it. So, out yeah. the mud. <laughs> we just grinding gorilla style, you know what I'm saying? We just doing it right, right in my fucking uh, living room, right in, the, right in the dining room area, and we just getting it in. So, yeah, I ain't got time to be buying um, air conditioning and doing all that just to record so uh, i can't live without it now because yeah and plus first house i own like it had central air Uh uh-huh and um yeah ever since then that's expensive too ain't it to have central air 
No, it's basically like I mean to get it installed. Hell, it's yeah. Like, I mean, once you get it, but it's like, does it make your heating bill high and shit? No, basically, you're just like whatever your heating bill is, you're paying the same thing year round. Okay, so like you know how that shit like summer yeah. is like nothing. Yeah, that's but what yeah, I like. It's just like it's just year round. That's the one. That's another reason why I don't do the, the uh, air conditioning and all that is because I like my bill being under a hundred dollars for the summer <laughs> and shit. That gives me a nice little break before. The, the heat got to come back on and the, the bills go back up. I mean, it's not too bad here. You know, it's not too bad here. I only got two bedrooms and shit. So, I mean, it's not as bad as where I was at before. I was at before. The place had fucking two furnaces and shit. Because it was a, like a duplex that they converted into a, 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 a single family. Yeah. So, I had a, yeah, a heater upstairs and downstairs. That had to, So, the, the shit upstairs was only connected to the rooms upstairs. So, yeah. So, we had to run them both. So yeah, that I, those bills are ridiculous. Those bills for for that house are ridiculous. <laughs> so now I'm just I, I'll be good about uh I'm good over here. It's not too bad all year round, but ain't no ain't no central air over here. So fuck that. Yeah, I live out in the country, so it's it's always breezy, mm-hmm. even if it's hot. Uh, it's always breezy, but yeah, I, I gotta have AC, some mm-hmm. kind of AC. No, okay, I, uh, I can't. I just got spoiled. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, once you go that way, you, it's hard to go back. Once yeah. you get get to a point where you're getting AC and central air and shit, it's hard to go back to uh, normal ass. Uh, how, how I be doing it, doing it raw and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing it raw with no no AC, just getting it getting it with the fans and shit. You know, just doing it with the fans. So yeah, we've been um, taking it easy. I mean, plus there's been a lot going on this summer. Uh, I know you did the Summerfest shit because we had yeah. we did do Summerfest and um, they did finally have it and they did three week the three weekends instead of two straight weeks how they usually do it. Yeah. How did you feel about that format? Um, from like a like a work perspective, mm-hmm. it, it sucked just from because um, I was doing reviews, uh, concert reviews, so I was there every day, like mm-hmm. every day of Summerfest. So like the Thursdays would be like kind of dead. Cause a everybody's back in college, mm-hmm. um, everybody's back in high school. Middle, you know, people aren't bringing their kids. You know, um, people, you know, they they work and you know. Usually, people would take off all these days for Summerfest, but when you split it up into three weeks like that, that's like fucking everybody up, right? So it was just, it was just a weird crowd. And like there was some night like Fridays and Saturdays, it was it was decent. Okay, was, most days it was pretty full. Um, but I, I I don't think they should ever do that again. I know they said they're talking they about doing to. it next year, but they're actually gonna move it to July, back to June, July, what the, the yeah. normal time. That's the that, I think that's key. Mm-hmm. But I think having it straight through the way it always was is that they gotta leave. They gotta go back to that because that's what people want. Because people from out of town, you know, people who used to live here who come here from yeah, out of town, they right. take those days off. Mm-hmm. You know, they take a week off, eleven days off, ten days off, and they come down here and hang out. People come from out of the country. To come here, yeah. Summer is a big summer fest, yeah. Summer is a big travel time, but nobody can take three weeks off so they can have you know three weekends of concerts. It's just ridiculous. Or you know, people are back in school since the September. Yeah, I realize you know a lot of because a lot of kids are home like during uh, July and summer fest is usually end of July, early. I mean, end of June, early July. So when that's prime time when kids are home. Yeah. And so that affects the attendance too. I think the attendance this year was only like four hundred something thousand, yeah. just over four hundred thousand. When you know it's normally about seven hundred, seven fifty to a million for those uh 
for the days that they have it normally. So yeah, it's a big. It was a big drop off, but I mean, it's better than nothing. You know, last right. year was nothing. So I mean, a lot of people made it political too because mm-hmm. they, you know, you had to be vaccinated or. Uh, get a test if you weren't vaccinated. I heard they wasn't really that uh, strict about that though. I heard like a, I heard some people mm. were getting through without being tested and all that shit. So I I, I went through the first two weeks uh, without ever being asked for a card. Okay. Which okay, I'm I'm an employee, but I'm not employed by Summerfest, so mm-hmm. they should they should have still been checking. Yeah. Um, but you know I you know there was a guy like just yelling like I need to see your cards and like he didn't actually look at the cards. Okay. You know, you, if you're paying people like ten, eleven dollars an hour, <laughs> you can't expect them to look over a medical fucking. Card, yeah, they man. don't care. No, they, they don't, don't care. Fuck. Especially if they're anti-vax too, because you know some of them people might be anti-vax. You never know. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, so they might not even give a fuck. You know, some people who ain't on that. If they if they anti-vax people and they not getting tested or they don't want to, you know, get the shots and shit, they might just say fuck it. I ain't, I ain't checking nobody's shit. So and even the test because we had to take a. Um, I rolled with Biz to go uh, to Meg Thee Stallion because he opened up for Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, did you see that shit I posted uh, today with the, the Q-tip shit? Yes. That's we gotta, crazy. We'll get into that. We got to get into that. That's wild. <laughs> but um, we had to all get tested just to go into the, even though he was working, you know, doing, we had to get tested before we walked in. So, like, we just had to do, like, swabs in our nose ourselves. Okay. Which the you self-test. did not have to do anything. Like, no one was watching you swab your mm-hmm. nose or anything. Mm-hmm. So, it was super loose. Like, okay. it was... I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna put that out there and like make all these people mad about because you know anti vaxxers mm-hmm. and anti this anti that, it's always somebody bitching about something. Right. If you're gonna make people mad about it, at least do the shit right. Right. Like at least try to enforce it and shit. It's it's hard to enforce a policy like that with four hundred thousand people walking through the door. Exactly. It's really hard to do that. So you should kind of went into that knowing that that's not. Nobody really, because nobody's been able to really figure out how to uh, enforce any of these vaccination policies and shit. It's hard to do that, especially for a massive event like that, for a big event where people are going to the amphitheater and, you know, it's 40, 50,000 people walking through the door every day. You know what I'm saying? People ain't really checking like that. It's hard to enforce that. Are they even being trained to know what to look at? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, you can go to the just a copy machine and make a hundred copies of your card mm-hmm. and just hand them out to people. They would never know. Yeah. And just change they're not, the names on they're not checking IDs or anything either. Mm-hmm. So plus there's fake cards out there. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of scamming going on out here. People buying, uh, fake cards and, and making fake cards and all that shit. So yeah, you just got to do what's best for yourself. I've really been, um, trying to avoid, uh, big events this summer. I didn't do hardly any, I didn't do any big events this summer. The, the thing I did in, uh, San Diego was the biggest event I've gone to in over a year. You know what I'm saying? Even when I went to see uh I went to see Dwele in a city winery in Chicago and it wasn't a lot of people there. You know what I'm saying? It was Good. it was maybe like a hundred people there and it was everybody spread out. You know what I'm saying? Most people were spread out. So it's like it wasn't too bad at all. You know what I'm saying? That was the biggest yeah. but the shit I went to in San Diego was the only event that I went to that was like packed, like elbow to elbow and shit like that, like how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. the only event I've gone to in over a year that was like that. So and there was a couple at Summerfest that were like that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I'm I'm fortunate to be able to like not have to stand with people mm-hmm. and like be side stage or backstage. Or okay, whatever. so you had the press pass and you can go. Yeah, so I can go wherever. But like, I was watching some of the shows. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I was watching that Meg Thee Stallion show. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. shit! Like everybody yeah. is like, <laughs> and tanking the bangers. Yeah. Like they had a big fucking crowd. Did they? And I, Sheila, I to see Sheila E had a huge crowd. Really? Okay. Huge, and like everybody was just like, ah, like, <laughs> on top of each other. 
Nah, fuck all that. So what was the uh, favorite thing that you saw? What was the favorite show that you saw this? Um, I, uh, I, this is going to sound odd coming from me, but I think Charlie Wilson was dope. Really? He was <laughs> fucking dope. I'm not a... I mean, obviously, I'm a Gap Band fan. Uh-huh. Like, who is not? Uh-huh. But, um, like, his solo shit, I'm not a big fan, but he was... Did he do Gap Band stuff too? He he came out doing Gap Band okay. shit, and I was like right. sold. Like <laughs> I'm good. Then even when he, he started doing like stuff, he you know um, like beautiful shit, like shitty song hooks on and uh-huh. stuff like that. And it was just a, man, it was like a Vegas show. Like, yeah, he's changing clothes and shit every fifteen. People forget minutes. that he's been around for a minute, and he's been on a lot of people's shit. You know, yeah. he, low key, he been on a lot of people's shit. He was. Down with Pharrell and them for a minute. You know, he been rolling with Kanye West, so he's on a lot of Kanye shit too. So Yep. <laughs> but yeah, he was dancing like he was I mean, he's gotta be what in his, he's in the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was Yeah, he's gotta be uh he was late sixties, early seventies by now. Yeah, so he was he was moving. Okay. Um, but Tank Tank too, Tank and the Bangers was they were That was when I would have saw. I would've yeah. went to, went to see them if I was going to Summerfest. I think I was out of town when they um when they were here, so I I would have I would have done that if they if I could have done that, yeah. And Sheila E was you know it's like my eighties crush. So I had to see, <laughs> she still look good. She's all right. <laughs> I still clap. <laughs> <laughs> we, yep. we all got we all got the ones that's like even though it's like Shaka Khan like sixty seventy years old, she can still, still get, get it. it. <laughs> Just for the nostalgia, just to say, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to just envision it being, you know, what it used to be. You know, it ain't, it ain't what it used to be, but it's still good enough to say, yeah, I, I hit Shaka Khan. I would yeah, still do that. Uh huh. <laughs> Pam Grier can still get it, too. Yep. Yeah, Pam Grier, like 70, she can still get it, too. I don't care. <laughs> is it Apollonia or Vanity? One one of them passed away. I thought. Uh, Vanity. Yeah, yeah, Vanity is the one that died. So, so Apollonia is still alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, she can still get it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely those ones that's because we at that age now where you, you, you could do a little. I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go lower than thirty. I can't, I couldn't see dating somebody thirty, or, thirty or under. Even mm-hmm. that, yeah, I've never really done that, done a way young thing. I can't do that. I did that once. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it was not cool. <laughs> it did not end well. But our range could be anywhere from thirty five to damn near sixty now and shit. Yep. <laughs> At our age, it's like we, we you could do. I can get your daughter or your mom. You know what I'm saying? So it's a weird time. <laughs> so it's a, a great time to be alive. It's an interesting time to be alive. So yeah. Um, oh, so you were talking about that show that you were uh, that it was packed at. What show was that? Uh, it was a show called R and B Only. It was a um, it was a really really dope concept. They did a a, a thing where they just played R and B all night. They played old stuff. They played new stuff. Everything from you know Beyonce. They played a little bit of Beyonce. Um, they were playing ninety um, shit. You know H Town and Usher and all of that. So it was all R and B. They played a little bit of hip hop. It was probably like, but it was only like maybe ten fifteen minutes of hip hop and shit. One section, but everything else was uh, all all R and B. So that was pretty dope. It was sold out. It's probably like maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred people there or something like that, and yeah, everybody was singing along to their jams and, and stuff. Yeah. So that was cool. It was good to uh, good to experience something like that. It was good to be out and, and do something, um, do a, a big event, go to a, a big event again. Um, I'm vaccinated, so I wasn't really wasn't stressing about it. I mean, even though the, the Delta variant is out there, 
San Diego was pretty cool though. You know, I went to San Diego uh yeah last week for what was that? Yeah, it was last week for my birthday and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it was pretty cool to go out there. It was really clean. Um interesting that during the week like the homeless people weren't bothering you, but like <laughs> they were just kinda doing what they do, you know what I'm saying? Right. They was just kinda chilling. <laughs> But as the week progressed and as it got closer to the weekend, they started asking for money. I think maybe during the week they just think that you local <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying, they don't bother local people and shit. But then as Friday, Saturday, Sunday came and they started asking for money and shit like that. So, But it was really weird. You know, it was a really uh, clean city. Mm-hmm. It was really clean. Um, not a lot of black folks. I mean, it's some. It was a decent amount of black folks, but it seemed like there's not a really big black culture out there and shit. It didn't seem like it at least. Is there a lot of black slash Asian women? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I see most more more Mexican than anything. I see more Mexican people. It's more um, black slash Mexican shit like that. Cause, I mean, Mexico's right there. You know what I'm saying? You could take a wrong exit and end up in Mexico down there. It's pretty pretty yeah, close. You know, Tijuana's like right there and shit. Yep. So, yeah. So, it's more of a Mexican culture than anything. Uh, the food was off the chain. Food the whole week was off the chain. Uh, the best tacos I ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, they had some of the best tacos <laughs> I ever had in my life out there because every every place that we went to was like making their own tortillas in house. They did not do the um, prepackaged shits. Like they was not it was not no um, store bought shit or no restaurant depot shit. Like everybody was making their own tortillas. Like they would that's the only place that I've ever been where you know you know normally when you get corn tortillas and shit they give you two because yeah. you know they fucking be flimsy. Not out there they were like. Thick enough that you only needed one, hmm. so that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was that was crazy, and that shit was good as fuck. So I was out there smashing. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there getting taco wasted, man. <laughs> yeah, we had I had a ribeye taco that was great. You know, it was a taco. It had like an actual like slice of a thin slice ribeye on it and shit. It was good as fuck. Yeah, that shit was good as fuck, man. And so San Diego's food scene was definitely up there. Yeah, I had some uh, some great food out there the whole week. I was out there for about six days. Yeah, I had great food pretty much every day. Damn. And then we went to some um some spot. It's called Tom Ham's Lighthouse, and it's like a they did like a Sunday brunch joint, and uh, it was all you could eat crab legs and lobster claws and shit. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> getting wasted. Too much. Yeah, getting <laughs> seafood wasted. People was buying, getting coming back with. Just multiple plates full of like fucking uh, lobster and crab legs and scallops. They had all that shit. Damn. Yeah, they had all that shit. It was only sixty bucks a person. You know what I'm saying? For well, all yeah, you can right eat. On the water, yeah, so it's and it's right like there. Constant. Yeah. So that shit was good as fuck. So the food was on on point. Uh, the weather was great. The weather was fucking great. You know, um, every day seventy degrees, mid seventies. Is San Diego weather is great because you can wear what you want. It's yeah. it's colder. It's cool enough, and you can wear a hoodie if you want. But it's it's warm enough that you can wear shorts and shit if you want to. So you can kind of just wear, wear you can wear your whole wardrobe all the time out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they said it doesn't really get super hot out there. You know, at least not San Diego. I know L.A. gets a little bit hot sometimes. Yeah, it gets ridiculous. But, yeah, but they was like San Diego is pretty much always. San Diego is kind of the perfect mm-hmm. kind of weather situation. Yeah, they're saying it's like 75, 80 degrees pretty much all the time, except for like you know maybe a month or two during the, during the winter, like Jan, I mean like uh, January, something like that, like December, January. The weather drops a little bit, but they like for the most part it's like 75, 80 degrees. The forecast was like 75 and sunny pretty much every day that I was out there. <laughs> that was pretty much the same. Plus or minus maybe two or three degrees. It was 
either 73 or maybe 77 one day <laughs> or something like that. But pretty much 75 and sunny was pretty much the the standard out there. It's like that every day. So it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've been there. But I remember the, I remember I really liked the beaches because they weren't like full of, a, you know, thousands of people and mm-hmm, shit. And mm-hmm. Everybody was just real chill and like laid back. And yeah. I definitely yeah. see that. It, it has a, a, a definite Caribbean vibe out there. Yeah, it's definitely a Caribbean vibe out there. It just seems like it's real chill. Um, everybody seems real chill. Everybody's really nice. Um, people were really nice out there. Most people we talked to, everybody was just willing to give us information about like what's going on and what to do, where to go, whatever. Um, and then a lot of uh, club club situation kind of is on the oont side. <laughs> yeah, club situation is kind of on, on the oont's, oont's douchebag side. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of that. Going on, uh, went to the gas lab district and walked around a little bit and didn't really see anything uh, cool to go to, so I didn't really do that. I mean, we went one day. We did find something one day that was cool, um, but it was like an accident and shit. It just wasn't nothing to do. So, I mean, we walked around. It was like everything looked kind of bogus and shit. Like everything was kind of bunk. So, we were like, fuck it. We're just going to go in here and have a drink, go in this one spot, have a drink and shit, chill. And then I guess some flight attendants that came in right after us and um, had tipped the DJ, you know, some money to, to just play some old school shit. And he was just started playing all these old school videos. He was doing that for about an hour, you know. He was just playing, like, East Coast, West Coast shit. So that was pretty cool. Ended up being all right, you know what I'm saying? So that was cool. But otherwise, it wasn't really – yeah, it wasn't really um, – Not the greatest nightlife. Yeah, not the greatest nightlife out there. Went to a spot called uh, – the 94th Aero Squadron, and it was like a military themed, um, a military themed bar, bar restaurant type situation. But it was kind of like the Highbury, but it was like where the old niggas at the at the Highbury go to 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 retire or something like that. Like <laughs> it was like all the uncles and shit, and we looking around like, no, nah, this this ain't for us. <laughs> like we want something cool. The move, the music was cool. But the crowd was just a little was bit too much. Yeah, <laughs> the crowd was like my uncles and them and shit. And I was like, Nah, I can't, I can't go. I ain't that old yet. <laughs> Not quite. Give, yeah, give me about ten more years and I could do that. But it's like uh, <laughs> NCO old school club. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't do that shit. And so I rode around for a little while and, and and tried to find some other shit to do. But mostly during the daytime, there's plenty of shit to do. Yeah. That time is plenty of shit to do out there. It's really cool. Like I say, it's, uh, all like you said, all the beaches and shit were great. Uh, went to Coronado Island, hung out there. Uh, went to Pacific Beach. Pacific Beach is more more lively. That was like the more lively kind of spot. Yeah. It was Saturday too, so we went over there Saturday, and it was kind of it was it was cracking over there. Yeah, Pacific yeah. Beach was cracking. Motherfuckers were skateboarding and shit. You know, motherfuckers skateboard yeah. on the on the boardwalk, and the uh, bars was packed, and you know, plenty of people off the beach and shit. So that was cool. It was like really California lifestyle. I felt like okay, I'm in Cali now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So yeah, it was cool out there. You smell the weed everywhere. Motherfuckers <laughs> smoking weed all over the place and shit because you know it's legal out there. And um, yeah, so that was really cool to, to uh, hang out and and do that and experience the California lifestyle. Has been I haven't been to San Diego in like twenty something years. Like I haven't been out there since like '99. It was like '99 last time I was out there. Something yeah, it's like been that. like a good ten years for me, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, so that was pretty dope to go out there. Just wanted to try something different, go somewhere different that I haven't gone in a while, and yeah, just experience something. I usually try not to do the Caribbean or anything during this time because it's hurricane season and all that. <laughs> and you know, um, 
they just had a, ma- a major hurricane that way probably like a couple weeks ago. So I wasn't fucking with that. And yeah, I decided to uh, do San Diego. So it ended up being pretty dope. Uh, what else have you done this summer? Oh, shit. Uh, no big trips. Um, we did a couple of trips to like Chicago mm-hmm. just to hang out. Um Cause I have a new thing about rooftop pools. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what's your thing about rooftop pools, dude? I love rooftop pools. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is about it. Like, I when did this become like, a thing? When did this become a, a thing for you? I was just looking for hotels one day, and I was like, "Oh shit, this pool is on the roof." <laughs> I was like, "You can see the whole city and shit from that, here." So I just like you know I booked it and we went and I sat at the pool like all fucking day just looking at buildings and shit because. Mm-hmm. You know, people are working, just looking at you in the pool. It's, it's hilarious. It's fun, but um, I don't know. I just, I just got a thing for rooftop pools. I, just, mm-hmm. I like being way high and being in water. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. And I had to go drop my daughter off in Ohio for college. How um, was that? Did you cry? Uh, no, I didn't. I thought I really thought I was going to. I didn't. I, I ain't gonna judge if you did, man, because I, I got, understand. I, know I got, how you go. know, I, 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 there was a point where I was like, oh, I'm not gonna see her for a minute. And I was like a little sad. Uh-huh. I was like, no, nah, she'll be all right. It's, okay. Because I wanted to have fun, enjoy herself. You know, this is college. Like, have fun while out. Mm-hmm. Meet be, be people that's like you and shit. Yeah, have fun, and you know, she's in a cool place, and it's a cool campus. And, okay. Um. Yeah, and they got uh, cause we stayed in kind of like Dayton. She mm-hmm. goes to school kind of near like Yellow Spring. Okay. And um, man, they had this restaurant called Canes. It's like chicken, raisin canes, or or, or just Ra- canes. No, I think it is. is it raisin canes. Might be. Yeah. Okay. They just have they just have t- chicken tenders. Yeah. But, yeah, that's raisin canes. Yeah. Yeah. But I that was the first time I've been there. Okay. But I remember looking at the menu. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Man, I was, oh my God, I couldn't stop laughing. It was like, um, okay, chicken tenders or chicken tenders. There's also that's all you chicken getting. tenders. That's there all you get. zero, there's not shit else on the that, menu. That's crazy. Chicken tenders. That's the only restaurant I've ever been to that's like that. They only sell one thing. One thing. And it's not that great. Like, it's good, but it's. I said the same thing. It was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. I said the same thing. People be fucking going crazy about that shit. And I'm like, dude, this shit is all right. <laughs> it ain't the giant blaze. I mean, it's cool, but it ain't like fire and shit. You know what I'm saying? These ain't like the fieriest chicken tenders I ever had or no shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? The sauce was good. Uh-huh. Shit, but I don't know. <laughs> People act uh-huh. like that shit fire. I'm like, no, it's not. It's cool. But yeah, same yeah. with Skyline Chili. It's like. I never had it. That place is fucking everywhere out there. But really? It's okay. just fucking chili. But, uh. It was cool, like, and uh, I guess um, where she lives is like she's she's near where Dave Chappelle lives, mm-hmm. which was a cool, interesting fact. That's what's up. I took a trip. We did went hiking, and I went to that. Uh, I went to that uh, that spring where uh, him and Dave Letterman went mm-hmm. when uh, he did that interview. So that was cool to see. And okay. uh, apparently, he's building a comedy club out there too. Yeah, I know he does some of his um, comedy events out there. He does yeah. some of his. I know he's done a couple of his specials out there and all that shit. In his yard too. Mm-hmm. He's done, but mm-hmm. he's building an actual like full size comedy club. Okay, coming there. So, so hopefully, she'll be able to go to some shit like that. That'd be pretty dope. Hopefully, I'll be able. To yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> move her out the way. Yeah. This is for me. <laughs> That's salty. I'm salty. You didn't get to go see Dave when he was uh when he was at Summerfest and shit. Like you didn't I'm get that okay with you. that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him in an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, that's too much. Last time I saw him, it wasn't that. He wasn't that funny to me. 
Maybe I'm getting older, but was he at uh, the Pabst? That yeah, that's where I saw him too. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it, that one was okay. Yeah, he wasn't as he wasn't like I, I wasn't like falling out laughing and no shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Dave is more funny when he's just talking to people. Mm-hmm. I think like when I do interviews or like his the podcast. I've heard a couple of like things from the podcast, and that shit is pretty funny. But um, I think one of his one of the, there was like what his last three comedy specials he had on Netflix. Mm-hmm. One of them was fucking hilarious. Yeah. The other two were just okay. I think the last one, I forget which one was funny. I forget which one of them was funny. I know, I, I agree that one of them was really funny, but I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember which one it was and shit. I think it was when he was talking about trans people and he got in trouble a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, why he's so fucking aggressive about people not <laughs> using their phones. Like, they actually make you lock your phone up for his shows yeah, and shit. So. Yeah, he's like a fucking amphitheater. Can you imagine that? Yeah. That's why they said it was taking like 20, 30 minutes to get in there because people had to lock their phones yeah. up and all that shit. So, like, don't do an amphitheater. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, stick it to, to the small. But they, I mean, the last time we needed the PAPS because that shit just uh, came up on my memories um, yesterday, I think. The last time we did the PAPS, he had to do like six shows because they were selling out yep. like so over much. Over and over and over. So yeah. it's better to just get it all in one shot than I guess to do all that shit. Then they'll be booking six or seven shows in one place and be trying to do three, four days at a time or whatever. So, you know, I guess you got to get them all in somehow. But it just became a big nuisance to fucking <laughs> lock your phone up and all that bullshit. Anybody trying to do that? Yeah, ain't trying to do well, all of I that. I mean, so. like. I get it. Like, he doesn't want his jokes to get out, so he doesn't have to worry about people seeing it. But, I mean, that's that's the nature of the beast, though. Mm-hmm. People have cell phones for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you might lose a joke or two. Yeah. You might have to come or, up with something else. do it. Yeah. Like, come either up way. With, yeah, it's been like that. I mean, people have been recording um, comedy specials and shit, or they might record a joke or put it up on, on YouTube or whatever. It's been like that. You just got to adapt it. Realizes, you know, some people are just there for the experience anyway. You know, they're not really there expecting to hear, like, they might hear the same joke that they heard before anyway, you know what I'm saying? And they, they still laugh to it or, or have a good time or whatever. So I don't know. I yeah, know even I've seen when Kevin Hart and like he's told plenty jokes that were actually on other specials before mm-hmm. at like a new special, like acting like it was new. <laughs> Nobody and people said. still laugh and people ain't yeah, going to trip because you're just there to have a good time. People are just there to have a good time. I know even when um, Piet did the review on that show, he couldn't talk about the jokes that were told. Right. Yeah, so I read like, the review. Though. He couldn't even do that. Like they that strict. Yeah. <laughs> they that strict on things that you can't even explain like what jokes were. You just had to say, well, it was funny and shit. You just had to be there, basically. Right. That's a, I guess that's the easy review to do. It was, yeah. You just had to be there. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And a bunch of other shit, but that's that's pretty much. I just it. feel like it'd be so loud, and like every time we told a joke, you have to wait like ten minutes for everybody to, you know, chill the fuck out. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you, you said uh, y'all saw Meg too. How was Meg? Uh, she was good. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised because I'm not a, a Meg fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she, man, her like she raps like. You wouldn't believe it. Like, plus she's. I think she got. Uh, I think she got some. Bar- I think she got skills. Yeah. No, I know she's got bars and mm-hmm. shit. But the, like her breath control and mm-hmm. shit, and mm-hmm. like twerking and doing like all, all these dance moves, and then like still rapping away. Because she's not like these other dudes just rapping over her words all day. Mm-hmm. Like she's rapping live. Like, and she. That's how it should be. Yeah. And you know that's crazy that uh, she is the one that's 
the, the the person that's getting criticized the most and shit for her content is the, the person that's actually rapping over her instrumentals like she's supposed to do when a lot of these other dudes yeah. are rapping to their vocals and shit. Yeah, because we saw, uh, who else was there that um, Young Blue, he performed uh, one of the nights. It was just straight garbage. Like, he just, <laughs> it was just trash. Uh-huh. Like he, sometimes he didn't even rap over his vocals. He just let his vocals play and walked around. That's crazy. And he only had like 25, 30 people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. And then that other dude uh, who my son said is the goat. Polo G. Uh, Polo G. He was he was rapping over his words too, but he at least like you could hear him and he was mm-hmm. and he, there was one song he actually did without rapping over his vocals, okay. but he was still boring as fuck. But. Really? Okay, I'm not in in, in the, into Polo G at all. I fuck with uh, 42 Doug, but yeah, I didn't know Polo G was a little ass kid. <laughs> I, I thought he was like a grown man. No, nah, he like 20 or some shit like if that. that yeah. yeah, he like 20. A lot of most of those motherfuckers are young. Yeah. Most of those little motherfuckers really are young. They're all like 20, 21, something shit like that. Similac on the breath and shit. <laughs> <laughs> breath smelling like Similac. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you say you didn't do any, any trips or anything like that. I just went to Chicago and shit. Yeah, we uh, we kind of splurged on that Mexico trip. So we're, uh, okay. we're uh, no tripping. Yeah, kind of tapped out for a year and shit. Yeah, but you got to do the college thing. You got to get her situated for college, and you got kids yeah. going back to school and all that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, you never really had a budget to be just balling out like that. <laughs> we can't all be you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I went to, uh, yeah, since the last show, I've gone to uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, I went to Puerto Rico for a few days. That was cool. Uh, it's just different. It's going during the week. It was cool. It was cool, but at the same time, going during the week, they kind of focused everything on the weekends. So a lot yeah. of shit was closed during the week. You know what I'm saying? Because I went like a Monday through Thursday, something like that. Monday, Tuesday through Thursday, something like that. Yep. And uh, it's shit started to get better during the um, towards the end of the week. But uh, during the week, like nothing really was open. You know, some places don't even open until Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. So. Yeah, some bars and shit didn't even open till the weekends and shit like that. So, I mean, it was cool to get away and just do something. I don't want to be stuck at the house. Yeah. Uh, well, I forget what time. I forget what it was. I think I just had some days off, and I just wanted to get away from the house and shit and not be sitting in the house fucking just bored and shit. So, yeah, it was hot, so I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to just go down there and, and kick it and shit. So, it was cool. Uh, best pork chop I ever had in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 uh, Puerto Rican pork chops was fire. Those motherfuckers was fire. I had to make them shit when I got home. <laughs> I had to like try to make. I tried to make them motherfuckers when I got home, man. That shit was fire. I gotta do that again now that I think about it. Them motherfuckers was good as hell. I do recall that I dated a Puerto Rican girl for quite a while. Quite a while. Uh huh. Yeah. That was uh, that's all food related. Yeah, they do uh, it's worth it. <laughs> they do the pork the right way and shit. That shit was that shit was fire, and um, that's why I ate a lot of good food. Kick it at the beach. Yeah, that's what I normally do. You know what I'm saying? I normally try to go somewhere with, with some water and shit, then just kick it at the beach and be a beach bum for a few days. Yep. And eat good and try to find some cool shit to do. Do some traveling, try to uh, do some sightseeing and shit, and just hang out. And did the same thing. I went to St. Thomas. Yeah, I went to St. Thomas for a few days. I did that for Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Labor Day weekend went to St. Thomas and hung out and shit. That place is hilly as fuck. <laughs> like it is hills all, Everything is uphill Everything is uphill That is not a place that you can walk around 
That was like one of my major things that I didn't like about it is, uh, yeah, you can't walk around here at all. There's like, no way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everything is uphill, so it was no walking around. It was, you had to like get taxis everywhere there because I was oh. not fucking with that. Yeah, I was not fucking with that. Even the hotel, the hotel where I stayed, like even the fucking the, uh, rooms were uphill. <laughs> like, because it was different buildings and shit, and they were yeah. all on the hill. So you got to walk up like fucking 300 stairs to get to the room and shit. That shit was ridiculous. They, it was so bad that they had to have uh, had people, they had golf cart, like a golf cart shuttle, like taking people to their rooms because you don't want to <laughs> walk up and downhill all fucking weekend and shit. So. Well, especially if you had a couple of drinks and shit. Yeah, like. drinking, you can't do that shit. So I ain't trying to fall down, down fucking 50 stairs. And shit, so yeah, you gotta take uh, the golf cart everywhere and, and all that. But they had a dope ass. Uh, they didn't have a, a, a rooftop pool, but they had a hillside pool, so that was like a different level. That shit, yeah, it was like the pool was on, on top of the hill, so you could like be in the pool and see out over the. Was see, it Infinity? Or was yeah, it? it was. Yeah, nice. it was Infinity Pool, and you could like see out into the bay and shit. So that was pretty yeah. dope. And I had a two for one happy hour on the drink, so I just sit up there for the whole, <laughs> whole happy hour, get fucked up, and just look out at the at the bay and shit. That was that was the wave right there. That shit was the wave for. I the spent. older I get, the more I appreciate that. <laughs> like a beaches, like I never cared for beaches before, but now I can go to a beach and like as long as there's a comfortable something comfortable for me to lay on mm-hmm. and I have some shade. I will fucking go to sleep for like yeah. hours, <laughs> especially if I have a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. It's so peaceful. Yep, you just sit, listen to those waves, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that shit is so peaceful, man. To just be out there. I mean, one beach I went to was called uh, Koki Beach, and that was in St. Thomas. Yeah, that beach was a little bit live. There's motherfuckers out there twerking in the water and shit, <laughs> and just hanging out. And again, what we talked—I think we talked about this before on uh, one of the last shows or one of the last shows we did—was that. Again, I just saw groups full of girls just kicking it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just groups full of girls kicking this shit. And I talked about that again. And, you know, <laughs> my boys is like, well, I don't want to go nowhere with a dude. Like, dude, just go. And it's going to be chicks there. Like, it's going to be girls. Just go. Like, we've all seen it. Uh-huh. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> I've seen, um, yeah, I saw plenty of groups of girls. And apparently, the, the um, this is like this green bikini that's, uh, it's like snakeskin. It's like a snakeskin type print. Mm-hmm. It's like a green bikini with like a it's like a thong type deal. It's, apparently, it's pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that's the, that was the, the the bikini of the summer because I saw a lot of them out there. I saw a lot of them out that was there. The move. Yeah, that was the move. I was I, and I did appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely appreciated that. So it was, it's definitely a lot of eye candy out there. You know, it was hot as fuck. At the same time, it was super hot. It was like ninety degrees and. Like humid and hot, like every day. So that shit was hot, yep. and uh, I damn near got sunburned. I did get sunburned a little bit out there. So I was because I was outside and then just chilling. You know, you get that's your first sunburn. No, I've been oh. sunburned before. I got sunburned in uh, Phoenix a long time ago. Oh so, yeah, yeah. But I got sunburned out there and shit. And uh, but I still had a great time. I didn't realize that until you know you, you get in the shower and it started to burn a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, my, that was my first one this uh, year. It was the really? first time I got summer. Really? Yep. Yeah, that was fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to like handle it, because you never, <laughs> yeah, never been sunburned. Yep. Before. So black folks, we do get sunburned. You sit your ass outside too long, it will happen Man. if you do not have sunscreen on. We need sunscreen too. We may not need as need it as bad as white people do, but you you definitely we have to it. have it. Yeah, you definitely have to I have mean, it if you're gonna be outside all day. I got it every like man, top of my head. Mm-hmm. Like, 
back, you know, because I was in a pool, and you know, when you got to swim up pool, like you, or swim up bar, uh-huh. you don't get out that bitch till yeah. like you got to piss. Like basically, <laughs> you get out to so, pee. Do I? Not, <laughs> I, no comment. <laughs> I plead the piss. <laughs> we put it like this. Anybody uh, who says they stay in the pool, anybody who says they get out of the pool to go piss is fucking lying. Uh-huh. Everybody is pissing That's in what that the chlorine pool. is for. <laughs> it cleans it. All right, right. That's what it's for. <laughs> but you know, in Mexico, they use all that fucking salt. Uh-huh. So apparently that cleans it better than chlorine somehow. Okay. And also, a uh, thing I learned about Mexico, too, is um, because they fill their pools with salt, um, everybody thinks they can swim extra good because you float right okay. up to the top no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get into a regular pool and you realize <laughs> you're not as strong a swimmer uh-huh. as you thought uh-huh. you were. That's not what you thought. Yeah. Well, y'all were in uh, Cancun, all right? Yeah. Yeah, y'all yeah. were in Cancun. I didn't, I've done Playa del Carmen a few times, but never Cancun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty. I mean, it's like the same kind of thing. It's just a little bit further south or whatever. So they told they were telling us because we were going to Playa del Carmen, and they were telling us not to go. Some of the uh, people who, like go like every couple of months, you mm-hmm. know, because they were like, you know, COVID hit pretty bad, and like it's a lot of thefts mm-hmm. and a lot of this. Like, it wasn't a lot. Of, I mean, I know COVID's hit pretty bad down there, but it wasn't. I wasn't really fearing for my life or no shit like that. I. For the most care. part, you just got to worry. Only, only major worry about in Playa del Carmen was this motherfuckers offering you coke and weed all the time. Like, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I thought was gonna happen. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, we never made it down there. So. Okay, yeah, this motherfucker offering you coke and, and weed like every fucking block or so. <laughs> that was the only thing that was annoying about Playa del Carmen is that. But everything else was cool. It was a uh, like a little uh, beach town and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying it had the little beach clubs and all that. So you know, I. So I enjoyed that shit. But I haven't been there. Um, I went there earlier. Th- no, last year. I went there last year. So Yeah, I'm going to go next year. I'm going to do some. Uh, I'm just going to stay on those Wave Runners. Mm-hmm. Just all day, every day. Okay, so you did the you do the uh, Wave Runners. I, d- I, I didn't th- there. Okay. But, uh, I want to. Okay. I only done that one time. I only done the uh, jet skis like one time. Me too. And it was scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'd never been on a jet ski like that. My fuckers was in, on the jet skis hard in uh, San Diego. They was like Man. racing them and all kind of shit. So yeah, doing like car level like mm-hmm. <laughs> speeds and yeah, shit. Yeah, I didn't want to do that shit, but I don't. I ain't never rode one like that. I don't want to fuck. I ain't that good a swimmer to be falling off no <laughs> shit. <laughs> you hit that wave the wrong way. Yeah. Oof. I thought they give you a life jacket and shit, but I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to test it. <laughs> like nobody, like nobody's drowned in a life jacket. Yeah, I ain't trying to test that shit. It Fuck is possible. that. <laughs> well, you yeah, had a not life trying. jacket on. Yeah, fuck uh, that. <laughs> now you can still still, still get done bad in a life jacket. So I ain't trying to deal with that. I ain't that strong of a swimmer. I need to get better. I need to get better at swimming. I usually um. One of the other things that I like to do on vacation is do the sunset cruises. I love to do the sunset cruises, man. That shit's always a, a good vibe, especially if you're with somebody and shit. You, you know, you're doing the vacation thing and shit. That's a, yeah. a definitely a, always a, a required thing. You should try to do that. Fellas, if you can, if you want to look that shit up, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you're going, if you're going somewhere with a, uh, Going somewhere with a with a in the ocean or like Caribbean type destination or anything on the beach, like you can try even to do find, it in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, try to find a uh, Sunset Cruise, man. I definitely, you would definitely get some coochie. <laughs> <laughs> get 
guaranteed. After that, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, she would definitely be in the, in the right place, uh, in the right frame of mind. <laughs> after that, so you know, what I'm saying you get out there, you see the sunset, and they usually come with, um, especially in the Caribbean, all of the sunset cruises I've ever been on in the Caribbean. They usually come with uh, unlimited drinks. It's usually all you can drink. So you know, y'all out there drinking rum punches and shit. You know, vibing and you know, sunset and then the waves and all that shit and yeah. It goes down. So unless she gets seasick. Yeah. Unless she's not a, a boat person and you kinda <laughs> fucked yourself over. So <laughs> then you don't have a then you don't have a long night afterwards. So <laughs> really long night. But yeah, I've done been been traveling and shit and enjoying the summer. Um trying to get back into doing regular shit, doing the regular things that we used to do. I have gone to a couple shows. Like I went to the R and B only joint. I went to see uh Doyle at City Winery in Chicago. That was pretty cool. That was good. That was uh probably my second only my second time seeing him out crazy enough as much as much as he's in Chicago. I've only seen him like twice. Wow. So that was cool. You know what I'm saying? They had everybody spaced out pretty well. People were spaced out pretty well on that and shit. And um Chicago's pretty good about the whole Yeah, they're not playing with it. They were really checking cards at City Winery. They were like, "We're not letting nobody in if you don't have a, a negative test or a card." So yeah, they wasn't they wasn't fucking around. And people are still wearing masks. Like, like here they're not. They're kind. We're starting to get back to it a little bit. People are voluntarily doing it. Hmm. But there, it's like even outside, like everybody had masks on. Yeah, like nobody is trying to get sick. Yeah, they uh, still require them in uh, inside of inside of places. Certain places they still require them. I think they just put. Uh, I think they just reinstated the indoor mask requirement for uh for Chicago and shit. So yeah, they did because we mm. we when we got there, it like had just started not too long mm-hmm. ago. Last time we went, so we had to like yeah mask up everywhere we went. Yeah, so they they uh, really really strict about it. This that's a thing. It's not a um yeah. The issue with COVID is it's not like a, a nationwide type policy and shit. Really, everybody every state's kind of different. Yeah. Some states are like wide the fuck open and shit, like Georgia and Florida and Louisiana and shit like that. And then other states are really strict about it. So, yeah. So it's like that's why you see the rates so different depending on what state it is and what type of restrictions they have and all that shit. So, but you know, I, I did what I needed to do. I got vaccinated way back in like April. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been, I, so I've been been straight. I've been in a plenty of situations. I've been into a few situations where. There were lots of people and shit, and tested afterwards, and came out fine. So vaccinations work, man. Because a lot of people were still get. I mean, you can still get sick with the with the uh, vaccination and shit. But I mean, for the most part, I feel pretty safe having it and shit. Better than not having it and, and not knowing what the fuck could happen at any time. So, but there are some cases. Because my daughter, when she got to college, like her first week, mm-hmm. she got COVID like right away. Really? Yeah, she got really really sick. Damn. And she's vaccinated. Okay. She got really, really sick. Wow. Um, but it wasn't, she didn't have any lung stuff. Mm-hmm. It was all just like really, really bad congestion, um, really, really bad cough. It almost seems like the, like when you get it and you're vaccinated, um, it kind of, some of the things just aren't there, like mm-hmm. the, the stuff that's killing people, mm-hmm. like the, you know, getting pneumonia and shit like that, so... Okay. She got she got she was sick for like a, a good week though, pretty bad. Yeah, I just had a friend she that got move. it. Yeah, I had a friend that got it, and she wasn't vaccinated, and yeah, she's been going through it for the past week or so. Yeah. So yeah, it's better to have it, better to get vaccinated and, and, and lessen your chances of getting extremely sick. Because I don't like to get extremely sick, man. That shit 
uh, thank thank God I've never been like super extremely sick. Maybe a couple times in my life, so I, yeah. I, I don't want to like I don't want to experience no shit like that. Yeah, I so. just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That's enough for me to get vaccinated. I just right. don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, sign me up. Cause this shit is my fuckers is dying, and they the people I know that have gone through it and have had serious cases. I'm not trying to be in the hospital or none of that shit, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to experience that. So yeah, yeah they can I'm keep all of that. Nowhere in the <laughs> hospital. Yeah, they can keep all of that. Cause if you don't have COVID, you'll probably get it when you get there. <laughs> so have you been? Uh, are you back at at work in, in the building, or are you still working from home? Uh, still at home. Okay. They did just uh. You know, they, uh, our job, they said, uh, I think it's starting pretty soon. If you want to work back in the office, you have to be vaccinated. Okay. Um, so they're not saying we have to come back to the office, I guess, but they're just saying we can't if we're not vaccinated. Okay. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. I think that's going to be standard across most businesses, especially since they're, they're coming out with this mandate that every business over 100 people, they, they have to be vaccinated, I guess, if y'all going to be working in close quarters and shit like that, you know, it's gonna be a lot of people out of work. Yep, man, a lot. A lot of it's gonna it's gonna be either get vaccinated or lose your job. So, and it's gonna be hard to find jobs where you not where you don't have to be vaccinated and shit. I mean, so it's, you're gonna have to people gonna have to make some tough decisions. Either you're gonna be fucking selling drugs or or you better promote <laughs> your own fucking business or try to find a small business or something. Because yep. small businesses don't. I mean, I just um, I just got a new job. Uh, I just started a new job a, a few weeks ago. This, it was just time to do something different, but this company is small enough that um, they're small enough that they don't have to be do the vaccinations. They don't have to do it yet. They don't have enough people because it's under a hundred people. So you went to a whole different company, though, right? Yeah, I went to a whole different company, man. It was just time to do something different. That job was uh, wearing me down, man. You got to do what's what's best for your own fucking well being and shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? After a while, doing the same shit for uh, 10, 12, 15 years, man, that shit gets old. And you just need to make a, a change. I'm all about uh, doing something different, and I'm all about shaking shit up. Are you in the same industry though, or are you no? Different? Oh, I mean, it's still a manufacturing. Yeah, still well, a manufacturing, but a different, different type of yeah. yeah, different type of industry and shit. So, yeah, it's, it's I did the same thing like about <laughs> like a, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, it's in the same industry, but I yeah, I moved to a whole different thing, and it's. It was time. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta fucking go. Yeah, we just gotta go and and because this we're living in an era where people get pensions and shit. Like working yeah. twenty years somewhere, I don't get a pension or no shit like that. So it doesn't fucking matter. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, Social Security may not be there when I get older or nothing like that. It's, it probably won't be there by the time we get old enough to use it. Just so keep that four hundred one k. Yeah. So you gotta uh, pump your four hundred one k up and, and kind of get some Roths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you might as well do what you what you can do to make your life as you yeah, because I'm gonna be working. I, I'm gonna be working past like the age I'm not supposed to be working. <laughs> I already know that. Hopefully, I can you know come up with a business or something and 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 do that when I get older. You know, what I'm saying that's, I'm the, like, that's the move. I mean, I hopefully I hope to only have to work another ten years or so. I think yeah. I'm only I'm only gonna do another ten years, and then after that, I'm be trying to uh, come up with my own business or something. I don't want to be doing this shit till I'm, I'm I'm sixty years old, man. Fuck that. I'm gonna I be doing my that. own thing, like you. You know, you get to a certain age, like retire early, you know, take all that money you got, your, you know, 401k pension, IRAs, and just, you know, take a chance and dump it into a business. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, who knows what'll happen. Right. I'd rather do that than uh, be working until I'm fucking 70 years old, man. I ain't trying to do that. Black folks, you know, black men in particular, we ain't living that fucking long, you know what I'm saying? I need yeah. to be getting. 
Really, I should be. We should be getting fucking social security now. Right. <laughs> at forty years old, I should be getting social security now and shit. Because my fuckers is dying at fifty years old and shit. Like my fuckers is dying before they even get old enough to to get some social security and shit. Yeah, that's kind of the cool thing about my family too. Is like most of the, like both of my grandfathers, my father, everybody retired early mm-hmm. and like lived pretty well. Like, you know, my grandfather he retired early from he worked for the city. And man, he had a mobile home and a boat. <laughs> that was his life for like yeah, that's a minute. Up. Like he just went across the country, and I was right along with him, just mm-hmm. you know, going everywhere. Just you know, we parked somewhere, put the fucking boat in the water, mm-hmm. and just fish or chill or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I want to do some shit like that. That's I don't want to. That's my. That's that's what I want to do. It's just. Cause that's and I want to be sixty years old and do it and shit. That's why I do a lot right. of the shit that I do now. Yeah, I want to be the old the old people doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to do this shit when I can actually be physically fit enough to enjoy the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to be on a. I saw people on walking walkers and shit, and you know, struggling on vacation. Like I don't want to be that person. Exactly. I don't want to yeah. be. I want to do this shit now. I want to when I get to that age. I want to be that person that's done this shit like. 20, 30 times already, and it's, it don't matter. I'm retiring somewhere or something. I'm going to fucking, I don't know, to Puerto Rico to retire or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not going for my first time at, at 60 years old and no shit like that. Yeah, so right. I'm trying to fuck with that. You know, I want to enjoy myself now. You know what I'm saying? Give me my, give me my shit now. I want to do this shit now. <laughs> I don't want to do this shit later. You know what I'm saying? So I have the ability to do it now, so I'm going to do, do what I want to do right now. And try to enjoy myself while I can and shit, and not wait till I get older to to just feel like uh, I should have done this or that or whatever when I was oh, yeah. younger. So fuck that. But I want to do this. You shit, always man. talk to older people and they got all these regrets about. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should have went here. I should have went there. And like now, like in my forties, it slowed down a little bit for me, like traveling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like my thirties, like I was all over the fucking place. <laughs> I was doing everything and whatever I wanted and. You know, it was it was great, mm-hmm. and I you know I don't regret a thing about it. Don't not a I mean, because yeah, so there's a couple of relationships in there. That, <laughs> but yeah, yeah my parents are in this. They sixty it. years old, and they you know never really did no shit like that. You know, they never really traveled. My my mom's ain't never really traveled like that, and she got plenty of places that she wanted to go when she was younger and couldn't because kids and family and yeah, all of that. You know, you got to kind of I think that. um at some point, you should establish like if either we gonna do this shit or right. I'm gonna do what the fuck I'm right. gonna do, because you don't want to be that person that's like older and, and dealing with and dealing with some some shit that uh because your other mate because your mate or whatever don't want to do th- these things and shit like right. you so you just never do them because your husband or wife don't want to do that shit. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? If, if you got to get to a point where either we going to these places yeah. that I want to go or we going to do these things that I want to do or I'm going to do these things that I want to do. And, and I think just it. for experience, like yeah. like a lot of people are concerned about money and shit like that, but some of it is worth going into the debt for it, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, yeah. If you want to go to, you should go to Europe. I think every black man should go to Europe before he dies. Yeah, I want to go. Somewhere in Europe, just anywhere in Europe, go before you die so you can experience what that shit is like. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you got to go into debt for it, you know, for a, for yeah. a year or so, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, do some shit. Take a chance. You might like like it over there. You might like go to France right. or something and be like, "Yo, this is the, the shit." I need to 
figure out how to get over here. You know what I'm saying? Or like, move over here. Some... Protesting. Everybody's, <laughs> ni- everybody's nice. But then you realize they're just nice to Americans. Uh-huh. They, but they, they do hate us. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to London. I want to go to France. I want to go to uh, Germany and shit like that. So, and but, I want to uh, go back and mm-hmm. I want to explore more. But I think I, 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 you know, every black person should experience you know, overseas somewhere just to see yeah, what, this, just the, the difference. Yeah, just know? to see what the international travel is like. It's a, a whole different world out there, and man. Food, so. like food from other countries mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like, I, no part of me really has ever really wanted to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. But the older I get, like, there are places I've been wanting to, like, go. And, like, I've been watching, you know, specials on, like, Disney <laughs> and shit like that. Like, wow, the Ivory Coast <laughs> is kind of dope. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I know a lot of people been going to Ghana and Nigeria yeah. and stuff like that. That's been pretty uh, popular. I lately. feel like that's like if you go to like Nigeria, like you gonna see somebody you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, see somebody from Milwaukee and shit. Be <laughs> <laughs> like going to Dallas. It's the same thing. <laughs> see like Meek Mills like uh, driving uh, by on uh, a motorcycle right, or something. Right. Yeah, that seems to be like the, the popular spots. Like Nigeria and Ghana and shit like that <laughs> seem to be the popular places to go and shit. Uh, I want to go to South Africa. I think I want to see what South Africa is like and shit. I've heard uh, good things about it. A few people I know who have gone have said it is really dope and shit. So I'd, I'd love to check that out. But mostly Europe and stuff. I really want to do Europe. I've already done Asia. I've already done yeah. I've already done Japan and Korea. So yeah. So those are both pretty dope. Just to see uh, how how different people live and you know how different cultures are and and stuff like that so that was really dope to just experience those things and it's good to just experience that stuff if you can yeah i mean if you can afford to do it like you should just do it don't wait till you get fucking 60 years old to do that shit man do that shit now while you can why why you still got your health and yeah just get you a credit card mm -hmm. max that shit out pay it back over the next couple months (laughs) but go somewhere i've been better about uh building my points and shit i got a lot of points now on my credit card oh yeah yeah i've been (laughs) i've been doing really good about uh using it because the the card I have, you get so many points for so many different things for like travel. I get points. I get like a triple. Yeah, yeah. I get triple points for travel, and I, then like five times. I get five times points for lift. Um, I get all kinds I of. I just started paying attention to all that <laughs> shit. Like that shit add up, man. I got enough points right now that I could fly. I could literally fly anywhere I want to go right now. Damn. I got like a hundred and fifteen thousand on my card right now. Like a hundred and fifteen thousand points. Man, I just realized all this fucking money I've been spending at Nike is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving me all these points. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. you've been fucking like, fucking them up and shit. Because I, I, I'm from, a, um, you know, us being black folks and shit, we are from a, 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 a era and a culture where you know we're not used to using credit like that. You know what right, I'm saying? You try right. to use cash when you can. Because, you know, we've all been in credit card debt and you don't want to be in a situation where you owe motherfuckers like ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and no shit right. like that. You probably paid some shit off and now you don't want to go back into that debt no more. But you just have to be, um, I just learned how to be like more responsible about how I use credit. Right now, I, I use it like I use it my regular debit card. I just yeah. use my credit card and then I just pay it right off. I pay it right off right away the and shit. Just pay, if, if you can't pay it off, don't charge it. Mm-hmm. But again, I was stressed. <laughs> if you can leave the country or go somewhere that where you'll learn something and learn another culture, and you'll only be in debt for a couple of months, yeah, just it's do worth it. it. It's worth it. It's worth it. The experience, experiences are worth more than money. And people yeah. like to stress like saving money and investing and all that shit, and that's cool. But experiences are worth more than money. It's better to. Uh, I know people who have a lot of money and, and they, they make a lot of money and shit like that, but they can't sit around and tell nobody, like, 
I've been to this place, I've been to that place where I seen this or that cool thing or done this or that right. that cool shit. You just have a lot of money. There's, they have a lot of money and no experiences do is useless. <laughs> yeah, to have a lot of money it's and have no story to tell. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just useless. Well, I got a a, a, a great fucking I invested in crypto and I got all, that's cool. But like, right. do something with it. You know what I'm saying? It's, you got the money to do something with it. You get older, you get older and shit. You'd be like, damn, I wish I would have spent that money on this or that. Because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. People, these people that that invested all this money. It's cool. You're going to retire and, and be comfortable and shit, but you're going to be comfortable for what? <laughs> Just sitting around. Right. You're going to be comfortable, and then you go feel like, damn, I should have done this or that. I should have I should have saved this money. I should have just done what I wanted to do when I was fucking 40 and right. working my ass off to save all this money. And then you're like, damn, I could have really been going on vacations and doing shit and I could have been doing shit with my dick work. <laughs> like, now my dick don't work. <laughs> I got all this money, my dick don't work no more. I can't go nowhere and shit. That don't make no sense to go nowhere. So, go like, to Europe and go to bed at night. Yeah, right. Nah. Go to, go to, go to uh, London and be like, you motherfuckers are too loud and shit at <laughs> six o'clock. Like, and be asleep before and go to sleep after the news come on. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I want to do some shit. When I can still stay up all night and, and do the shit that I want to do and still drink and have a tolerance and not be taking fucking 15 medications every day and shit. You know, I want to do that shit now. Get, yeah, get a fucking <laughs> flight out to London, go to fucking Camden, chill, go to Jazz Cafe, come back. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I want to do that shit, man. They, they, uh, COVID, the only reason I haven't is like the COVID fucking restrictions are yep. so varied. All from over. country to country, that's like I don't know what to do. I mean, even on vaccinated, it's still like you still have to get tested and all that shit. I should just fucking suck it up and do the shit. <laughs> I should have just sucked it up and did it when I was at the the other the other gig before I fucking um, left. I should have done that shit. I had so much vacation time. I had like when I left that job, I had a hundred and ninety. <laughs> 194 hours of vacation with PTO what? that I hadn't used. <laughs> all those vacations you still had off? Yeah, I still had 190-some hours. Well, they had got, to, you got paid for it. Yeah, so. they paid it out. They had to pay it out and shit. I got a nice nice yeah, check a nice for leaving. Check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a nice check when I left, but still, it was like a lot of hours. It was a lot, a lot more hours that I could have done and could have done shit instead of fucking working my ass off and shit. I still took a, I still take a lot of vacations, but you know what I'm saying? I, I make it be more mindful of uh, taking the time off that I get and not just letting it build up and shit like that. I'm gonna do more, try to do more of that stuff going forward and shit. Now that I have a in a better position and shit, it's not such of a, a stressful situation. It's not such a yeah. um, labor intensive situation where I'm where I'm working weekends and holidays and shit like that. So I'm looking Go forward straight to it. five days. Yeah, then. so I'm back nice. to five days. I'm not doing holidays or. Weekends anymore and shit, so I'm looking forward to. I'm happy right now doing that and just doing what I need to do for um my peace of mind and shit and for my own sanity and for my own my own physical health. You know what I'm saying? I was getting tired and shit, being tired every day, making all that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't matter if you're fucking tired every day, you got to go to sleep right. and shit. Look so, at your bank account. Yeah, right. They <laughs> <laughs> sleep all the time. I mean, I stacked a lot of money, but at the same time, I was tired all the time and couldn't do shit. Even though I was doing some vacations and stuff like that, most of the time I was tired. So you get tired of, of feeling like that, and yeah, you know, just making making a change and shit, shaking shit up, and doing what's what's best for myself. So I did that this summer, man. I've been doing a lot of uh, growth and development this summer. So, <laughs> 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 and we haven't. Um, also, we haven't 
the Bucks won a championship and shit since oh, we've been shit, on we here. Talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. The Bucks won a championship. That was pretty dope. So they won. <laughs> um, Did you go to the Deer District all? No, we I, we were gonna go me and my son, and then like I I don't know something was something happened where he couldn't go. But it was cool because I watched it on TV and I was like, there's no fucking way I could. Mm-hmm. But we did go to the parade. Okay. Um, I wanted to go to the parade. Which was cool, but like, you know how like it's random people they have on a parade going through the first like 10 cars? Mm-hmm. So then the Bucks come on that bus, the op- the double, triple, double decker bus. And like Bobby Portis opened up a bottle of like <laughs> champagne. Mm-hmm. Dude sprayed it all over us like in that that little wedge of people like got it all over my camera all over me all over my son his friend mm. and like i was taking all this time just to wipe champagne off me like i, <laughs> mi- I missed everything i missed everything. <laughs> i got one good shot of them holding the the trophy but other than that like it was just like i it was full of champagne so i was a little <laughs> disappointed all sticky and shit yeah it was gross <laughs> I did go to, uh, I went to the Deer District. Well, I went to the game. I went to game four. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went to game four and nice. shit. And uh, that was pretty dope. Uh, that was awesome because never, I've never been to an NBA Finals game before, obviously. Me neither. Yeah, it was in, you know, and not one at home. And it was like a close game. That was a game that went like way, went down to the wire. And um, they won like right at the end and shit. Cause I was like one of the that was the game that tied the series up because they had lost the first two games. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and that was the game that tied tied the series up and shit. And um, so that was pretty dope. That was dope to be in there and the atmosphere was so fucking electric, and it was uh, so cool. I mean to, to see, uh, but it was so cool for the city because it was like you know twenty thousand people outside and it's another eighteen thousand. There's more people outside in, in the arena. You know what I'm saying? We need something. Yeah, it's twenty thousand people outside. It's another eight. It's only eighteen in the arena, and they in there going crazy. People outside going crazy. Um, what happened during that game? It was like it came down to the wire. I think uh, yeah, Middleton hit some free throws at the end and shit to win that game. It was like towards the end, he hit like a couple free throws to win it, and um, yeah, everybody was just yelling and everybody's yelling bucks and six and all yeah. that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that was crazy to be able to do that, to be able to experience that. You know what I'm saying? That was a really, really dope experience. If so. that happens again, I'm definitely just gonna shell out the money. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, like you, you, you'll make it back eventually. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, was you like, never I was get so like, That's one of them things. Like, do you want to spend the money, and or do you want to just have a dope experience? Like, because people who have, who had the money, was like, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Like, right. just. But you will never be able to say if the Bucks never win, don't win another championship for another fucking twenty years. You'll be like, damn, I should have went to that game. That's why you'll be said, like, damn, yeah. I had the money to go to that game and didn't go and shit. Yeah, like <laughs> literally, like money for. Ev- I could have went. I couldn't have went to every game because mm-hmm. I would have like been broke, broke me out. Yeah, yeah but I could have went to a game yeah. at least, and I just, I, you know, I was like, nah, I don't want to spend like five hundred bucks. Or, I don't want to spend four hundred bucks. Yeah. And like my guy went to the last game. That's and he, crazy. And he got, um, what did he say? Like. The people who had uh, season tickets got, uh, they gave them some, uh, like, price break on it. Okay. So, dude only had to pay, like, 200 bucks for his ticket. Really? So, yeah. That's crazy. I was like, because I saw him at the parade, actually. He came and grabbed me, and he's like, bro, we only paid, like, 200-something dollars for our tickets. Cause, and I was like, what? Like, thanks for the call, bro. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But. Yeah, that was one of them situations where it's like, 
it got the money. Like, fuck it, dude. I'm gonna just go and this this experience. And it ended up being like a, a, a crazy fucking experience. Oh, yeah. And a, a, a great game, and they tied the series, and yeah, just being hoarse after the next day. <laughs> like, I was hoarse. I couldn't talk, like, the next day, because it was just so much yelling and clapping and waving the towels <laughs> and all that shit. So, that shit was dope. So, shout out to the Bucks, man, and, and shout out to Giannis for doing it the hard way. Yep. And um, not going and teaming up with some other people and, and, and trying to d- d- do the super team thing. He decided that he was going to make it in Milwaukee, make it happen in Milwaukee, and he yeah, did that he's shit. He's really dedicated. Yeah. Like, I got to give him that. He's... Yeah. Not trying to leave. Yeah. Trying to get his bros all, like, in the NBA. He it's, likes it here. I think it's part of his deal, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he likes it here. He, I think he really like it. He's not not like other superstars that he didn't come up in our, um, in the American basketball culture. You know what I'm saying? Since he's from Greece and shit. Right. He never came up in this culture, so he doesn't have the same type of attitude that other guys have where I want to go to Miami or I want to go to the big market and make it. You like I'm just happy to be in the NBA. Like me and my family was on the streets, sucking, selling fucking yeah. CDs and DVDs and shit, and hustling to get by. <laughs> and now I got forty million dollars a year. So yeah. you like I'm good, no yeah. matter what. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care about like being a billionaire and no shit like that. He's right. like he came from the mud. Yeah, he got he got it from the, off the muscle and shit, yeah. out the out the out the mud and out, off the grind. So he like fuck it, I'm making forty million dollars a year. And my family good forever. My mom don't have to work forever. You know what I'm saying? My my brothers are good. Um, Milwaukee is a great place for uh, athletes and shit. It would be despite what people think. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a uh, it's not like a popping town. Like it's not like Atlanta or fucking Houston or nothing like that. I mean, it's not like a a, a town with a popping ass culture. But I mean, this is a cool place as far as um, people ain't gonna bother you and shit. You know, people ain't yeah. gonna gonna fuck because Giannis can go anywhere. Yeah. You know, Giannis be everywhere, and and people don't fuck with him like that. You know what I'm saying? People might say, "Hey, what's up?" or get the picture or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously fair. I mean, <laughs> everybody just cleared away. Yeah, just let them. Yeah, obviously, it's it's more now. It's more attention now because they champions and shit. But even before that, like you can catch Giannis at fucking Oakland Gyros. Motherfuckers have yeah. seen him at Oakland Gyros just chilling. Fucking <laughs> you know, Costco, what I'm saying getting some like, food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People just see him chilling, and you know, I used to see. And he goes by himself without security and shit. Cause like you don't that. need that here. I mean, yeah. people ain't they ain't fucking with you like that. They they know like, okay, he's a basketball player, but we don't really care like that. This is like a right. blue collar town where people ain't on it like that. You know, what I'm saying they ain't really stressing you like that and trying right. to get you in fucked up situations and <laughs> trying to get you on the news doing some bullshit. You know, what I'm saying that shit don't happen here. You know, what I'm saying my fuckers just kind of chill. Hey, as long as you mind your business and, and do what you're supposed to do, people gonna love you here. That's so. the one one of the best things about him is that's that's the kind of the LeBron comparison, mm-hmm. like just staying out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like him and LeBron, like LeBron. That's that's why one of the reasons I like LeBron is because like he you know he's still married to his high school sweetheart yeah. and shit. She cold too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she cold as hell. She, I didn't realize she, that. I saw a picture of her recently. She got better. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture of her recently. Like, damn, she cold. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But he keeps his nose like just I mean, he that dude stays clean as a fucking whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and ain't never been no controversy. Ever. No all these years, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Only the only shit he's been in is, you know, people you know, the sh- shit he does on the court. Mm-hmm. But off the court, never any issues. Mm-hmm. And I think like Giannis is gonna be that like, same kind of guy because yeah. almost everybody's got into some bullshit off court, mm-hmm. and that, that's 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 kind of dope that he's just yeah stand up dude. He just keep stay humble. He's 
Giannis is the definition of humble because I mean he got forty million dollars in the bank. He still act like a regular motherfucker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He still act. He still like you say. He still go to state fair, take his kids to state fair. Dude, but he was at Mayfair. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With forty million dollars in the bank, you at Mayfair shopping. <laughs> you could buy that mall. You could literally like Amazon everything yeah. in the world. Or have somebody else go. Like dude is like picking up jeans. Yeah. Like that, I'm sure. <laughs> Giannis makes enough money that he could send somebody else to do anything that he needs to do. Right. Like he doesn't have to go out and do that shit. He could have sent somebody to stay fair to go get cream puffs or whatever the fuck yeah. he wanted to do. I also don't yeah. think he understands his stardom. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Which is that's that's cool. That's fine. Mm. As long as nobody takes advantage of it, that's, yeah. that's fine. I think he has a good a good team of people around him. He still has his family around him and his brothers and shit like that. And they keep him grounded and they keep him out of shit. And he just is happy to be with his family and his kid and and his brothers and get try to get better at basketball and, 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 and keep bringing wins and success to Milwaukee. So that's pretty dope. It's a great he's the perfect uh superstar for our city. Yeah. The perfect superstar for our city. And we, we couldn't have it any other way. I'm glad that we won. I'm glad that he stayed. And, you know, he signed that contract when a lot of people thought that he wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people was trying to get him to go to L.A. or Golden State or Miami or whatever. And he said, fuck that. I'm going to stay in Wisconsin. I like it here. You know what I'm saying? My family's good here. And I, I want to do it here. I don't want to go nowhere else and team up with nobody else and do it like that. If they want to team up with me, they got to come here. <laughs> that's basically his mindset. Like, if they want to team up with me, they got to come here. They, I'm not going nowhere else. Well, that's they the gotta thing come about, here. like, they, the team building bullshit like they're always trying to build these teams, mm-hmm. and if you have a good team, fucking just stick with it for a minute. Yeah, get get a couple of wins, get a couple of rings, or or build on that team. Don't you know they they always just dismantle these mm. fucking teams. That's what made really the '80s and '90s great. Is that yeah. you know got, those guys stuck with it just all the way through. Uh-huh. Yeah. They stuck with it every year. They they had ups and downs. You know, what I'm saying they went home early sometimes. You know, even the Bulls. If people like to talk about Jordan. Yeah. And, and the six rings, but I mean, it was a grind to get to them six rings. They got their asses kicked by Detroit and the Lakers and the Celtics and shit. They got their ass kicked yeah. by the Celtics a, a few times and the Lakers, I mean, the Pistons a couple times and the Lakers and, and shit like that. Like, they went through it to get to that point. You got to go through it to get to to get to it. You got to go through it to get to it. Man, so the Detroit shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you see the, uh, oh, did you see the, um. Those untold joints that's on Netflix. This yes. is untold joint about yes. the uh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that shit was dope. I never saw all the uh the footage like that. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that like, shit was dope. How they broke it all down and then um finding the dude who shot through the uh the cup or whatever. Uh-huh. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah. I don't. Re- I don't have to remember it or whatever. But because <laughs> you never, we never saw that footage. No, that yeah. shit was wild. Yeah, we never saw that footage like that at the Malice in the Palace. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a, a new documentary series on Netflix called Untold about different sport events and shit that happened. And one of them was about the Malice in the Palace. And I think it's really a really good different look at it, you know what I'm saying, versus what you saw on ESPN and shit like that. And talking about, um, you know, the player's perspective on it. They had talked to Ron Ryan. They talked to Jermaine O'Neal and, and Reggie Miller. They didn't really talk to a lot of uh, Pistons. I think Ben Wallace was the only one that was on there. Yeah, he was pretty much the only one. Yeah, he was the only Piston that was on there. Because he was really the only him. one who really got into anything, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, because that was kind of the start of it, is him and Ron getting into it and shit. That's kind of what, what set it off. And I think he might have – no, I don't think – did he get suspended? I can't remember if he got suspended or not. I thought – I think he might have only got a game or something like that. It wasn't major. Yeah, not like the other three. Yeah. They got 
whacked. <laughs> yeah, they, they got whacked for it. But yeah, that was pretty uh, a pretty good look at uh, a different look at it's it. It's kind of like um, thirty for thirty, but negative. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just talking about the other side of shit. You know, the stuff that they don't want to talk about on thirty for thirty. They talk about on that. And I think that was pretty cool that they they talked about that and um, talked about the and got the player side of it, which is that they wasn't protected. They they did what they did because they felt like they wasn't protected. You know, back then fans could get on the court. Yep. Fans can't get on the court now. You know, because of that, and you know, because of what happened at that incident, you know, fans can't just walk on the court back then. You know, fucking temp. That was wild. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing, if you think about it, it's like you're at the, you're in the enemy arena. You on the road and shit. It's only ten. Yeah. It's only twelve of y'all. Right. And it's a whole fucking arena full of people and shit. And they pissed off. So you gonna gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to to get out of that situation. You are gonna have to defend yourself to get out of that situation. To so. be fair, he probably shouldn't have laid down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, that's what started. Yeah. He probably shouldn't have did that, but you know. But it's crazy how his he went on to get a ring, Ron. Mm-hmm. And like everybody else, kind of got fucked. Yeah, well, uh, Stephen Jackson got a ring too. No, I mean like, yeah. the, the, like how Reggie Miller was kind of. Yeah, that was his like, last. That was his last season. That was that was kind of huge because mm-hmm. he was. I mean, we grew up on Reggie Miller, and like, you know, that was the reason. Like, yeah, they were going to win a champ. They were they were uh, championship contenders that year. They were yeah. easily better than Detroit that year. They yeah. were easily better than Detroit that year, and because of that, that changed the whole fucking course of the. the, the, the Detroit yeah. ends up going to the championship, and they lost to San Antonio that year. They lost to the Spurs that year, and uh, it would have been it, would, it probably would have been Indiana that made it to the championship, and they may have won. So that that changed the whole course of that situation, that whole course of that franchise. That's what I took from it, though. It was like just I felt so bad for Reggie Miller, like, mm-hmm. that whole thing, like to he, make it that far, to get to to finally far. feel like you got the team. Yep. It'd be like, yeah, we got it. We got this team this year. We gonna we gonna do it. And then that was team building. Yeah, right there. that was. And, and then that bullshit happens, and three guys get suspended for damn near the whole season, and the whole yep. shit just goes down the toilet. So, I think that was a big reason why he retired because he's like, it just ain't meant to be. Then if that shit yep. happened, and I got a, a team is cold, and then a fucking legendary incident happens, and I fucking. <laughs> Don't get to the, the to the championship now. It's like it's just not meant to be. Because he could have went away. to another team, but he would have had to start over. Yeah. It would have been, yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt I felt so bad from watching that. Yeah, you see the other one on the um, the Danbury Trashers thing, the the hockey team. No, I haven't. You got to see that one. That was dope. I watched the boxer, the female boxer one. I didn't see, see that one. I missed Oof. that one. Okay, I didn't. I have never even heard of that woman. I can't remember her name. At the Christy moment. Martin. It's Christy Martin. I like. I didn't know like she was fighting before Tyson fights and mm-hmm. she was beating the fuck out. <laughs> she was beating the fuck out of okay. these chicks. I gotta like, see that one there. I mean, she was pummeling like just <laughs> knocking them the fuck out. And then, uh, yeah, what happened to her was fucked up though. But I'll let you watch. Yeah, it. I gotta watch that one. So you gotta see the uh, the uh, Danbury Trashers one because yeah. even that connects to hip hop a little bit. Cause Drake was wearing a jersey when the out al- when the, uh, he dropped the CLB album. Really? Yeah, he posted when he po- the first when he made one of his first posts after the album dropped. He was wearing the uh, the hockey jersey he was wearing was from that that the hockey team. Wow! So it's pretty dope that yeah, he. Yeah, because I watched the preview and I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's like, just why dope. Hitting each other like that because <laughs> it was like that one's like the Sopranos. Yeah, it was like mob shit. Yeah, it's mob yeah. shit. So it's like the Sopranos meets wrestling. Beats fucking NHL '95 and shit. That shit's crazy. <laughs> so that shit's crazy. That one was good. Right, I'll check that one out. Yeah, you've been watching. Uh, have you seen uh, the Marvel joints? The what ifs? Yes, that was pretty good too. Those are dope. Yeah. I like. 
really I like the first one the best though. The uh, Captain Kinda, America yeah, shit. Yeah. With, yeah, that was dope. I like the Killmonger one. I liked it. I liked it too, but I don't know. She was like really killing people in mm-hmm. that, that first one. So I need to see the, the continuation of the kill. They said um, the second season or the second half of it is supposed to continue some of the episodes from the first half. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not totally done. I think they uh. They're gonna be continue some of those timelines from the uh, first half of them. So I know the Killmonger one. They're gonna continue, and then a couple other ones too that they're gonna do more episodes on. So that'd be pretty oh, cool to see good. that. Yeah, yeah, they were all pretty good. Like I, there wasn't one I was like, eh, you know. But yeah, yeah they were all pretty good. Yeah, so it's cool to see those alternative type timelines and shit like that. So yeah, yeah Marvel is is doing good things. Like, yeah, Marvel Marvel can't miss, man. I mean, they, they have some misses, but I mean, Marvel for the most part, they've been on point. They've been as on long point. As we just stay away from the X Men and shit. Yeah, I, don't, I hope they do the X Men because I think they'll do the X Men the right I wish way. They would redo it. Correct. They, they got. They're gonna have to because I mean, uh, Marvel owns the rights to that now. Yeah, but yeah, they own the rights man, to the X Men. Yeah, so bad. All of them. Yeah, all all the X Men movies were trash. All yeah. of them were trash. Well, except for uh, well, Logan was all right. No, yeah, Logan was good. Logan yeah. was good. Yeah, Logan was straight. That was pretty good. But the rest of that, but shit that was, was Logan was kind of off. That was. I think that was all different directors, mm-hmm. and producers, and everything. Mm-hmm. And that one was rated R, I think. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So, yeah. So I hope they do it, do it again, do it over again, and do it the right way and shit. And actually, finally, incorpor- they can actually finally start incorporating the X Men into the MCU yeah. and shit. I think that's coming. I think that's happening. I think that's going to happen within these next this next phase or whatever. I kind of thought that Deadpool would eventually like do something with Wolverine. Mm, but, uh, that's coming. It's gotta That's got to be coming because yeah. you know him and Wolverine always have had a conflict and shit like that, or they always been in, in conflict. So I think that's gonna happen. Because they've been having him, him in this Colossus thing. And uh-huh. I, I kind of I, I've been waiting. I thought on the second one, like Wolverine would make mm-hmm. some kind of appearance, mm-hmm. but they kind of stuck with that Colossus thing. Again, yeah, so. I think they will do the Wolverine thing eventually. I think they'll do that now that they have the rights to those movies. Yeah. I think they'll do that eventually because that's. that's the natural order of things is for him and, and Wolverine to get into it. So I think that's going to happen eventually and shit. Have you seen, um, did you see uh, Black Widow? No. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. It was all right because it just wasn't, um, I mean, obviously it doesn't really have anything to do with what's going forward because she dies. Yeah, it's before she dies. Yeah. The, 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 I only watched it for the post credit scene ties in everything else kind of tells you a little bit about. That's kind of giving you an idea about like what's going to happen next as far as the next phase and shit like that. So it's worth it for that. And uh, besides that, it's just cool. To see, I guess it was just good to see what happened with her and her her past and all of that and how she fits within everything and all of that. So it was cool. It was cool. And um, you seen Shang-Chi? No. Damn. I'm behind. You you're know slacking. What? You know why it is? It's because... <laughs> I, me and my daughter go see all the Marvel movies okay. together, and she's been gone. So, <laughs> so like, you gonna blame the daughter and shit? Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and my son is like, you know, he's a teenage boy right now, so he's not thinking like about anything but, but titties. Yes. So like, uh, it's just it's just different, you know. Uh-huh. We we me and my daughter have seen every single Marvel movie together. Uh huh. And even the DC movies, but we've seen every single Marvel movie together that's come out in the last like ten years. So. We uh, and your son, you got to knock on the door before you open it. This shit, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not even. Uh, so it's uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like if I go, like I'll probably cry in the theater or something. Uh-huh. So, but I, well, next time I go, I'll, I'll let you know and shit. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. Was Shang Chi good? Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, I thought that was good too and shit. It was a lot of uh, 
nods to older martial arts flicks and shit like that. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was a good, uh, good addition to uh, the, to the MCU. I, everything is. I think. Um, I think we'll probably finally figure out like the the total, like what where they going by yeah. the time um, Doctor Strange comes out. Oh, Eternals is coming out. Yeah, too. Eternals is next. Eternals is next, and uh, Far From Home is next too. Yep, yeah. which is like a time yeah, the next, Doctor Strange. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the next Spider-Man movie, and that's Doctor Strange is a part of that. So I think that movie too will st- finally start to see like who the next main villain is and shit, because they really yeah. haven't Had haven't revealed that yet. Like who the next big person is, who the next Thanos is going to be, or whatever. Like who the next. The next big battle, who that's gonna be? So they haven't really revealed that yet. So. Yeah, that dude from Shang Chi, uh, he's on a show on uh, Netflix. Uh, something about a corner store. I can't remember. My wife, my wife made me watch it once, and it was a. Mm. Uh, I ended up watching uh, like all four seasons or something like that. Okay. Shit is hilarious. Hmm. I can't remember the name of it though. Hmm. But he's in a store about. He's in a show about a store in Canada with Korean uh, shop owners, hmm. and he's the son of the the shop owner. It's a comedy, okay. Um, but it, it's it's pretty funny. Hmm. It's, for some reason, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, uh, I never heard of it. Yeah, dude is hilarious. The the dude is playing Shang Chi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did a pretty good job playing Shang Chi and shit. Uh, so some good good comedy in it, and it's it's a good, some good events and good good things that happen. Some dope fight scenes in it. Some very dope fight scenes. If you like kung fu and all that shit, like you'll definitely fuck with it. Some dope fight scenes in it, and you know I'm just always Team Marvel. Anything Marvel, I got to see it. I've been going to the movies um, early, you know, just because I normally go by myself. I don't have nobody to go with and shit. Nobody well, you, who's really during the day though, too. Yeah, yeah. Nobody who's interested in Marvel like that. So I usually just go to the matinee and shit. Uh, thank God for five dollar Tuesdays. They're still cracking. <laughs> five dollar Tuesday is still cracking. So I man, went on let a me Tuesday. Know, man, I just mm-hmm. take the fucking day off. Mm-hmm. Here. Well, I go early. I mean, I can go at a decent time to, to go and shit. I just been going. Um, you have to go on myself. Sometimes I go early or whatever, and just while the theater's not full, or and just chill and, and just watch the movie and shit. So yeah, I don't really be having nobody to go with. So I just go when I get a chance, chance and shit. When it's like whether it's Tuesday or whenever I got some free time, like on the weekend or something, and I ain't doing nothing. I'm sitting at the house. I'm like, oh shit, it's a movie playing at three o'clock. I just go. And yeah, movies just, alone are the best. Mm-hmm. I love being back in the theater, man. I miss that shit. Man. I just miss taking a whole backpack full of food. <laughs> <laughs> like hot burritos. <laughs> you coming in with a whole grocery bag full of shit. <laughs> oh, man. I, admit, I, yeah, I miss I, the screens and the sound and the big, you know, the big sound and shit. Some Marvel shit you have to see yeah, at the theater. You have to see it in the theater. It's not the same as seeing it at home. Because I was going to get Black Widow because it's on Disney. Mm-hmm. You just pay like 25 bucks or something like mm-hmm. that just to watch it. But I was like, it's not gonna be the same as yeah, it's not theater. Mm-hmm. Let's go watch it. Yeah, it's definitely not the same as, as going to the theater and seeing it with the big screen and the, and the sound and the, the picture quality and all of that. Like you got to see some shit on the big. I, I can see it after after I see it on the big screen. I can see it. You know what I'm saying uh, um, at home, but I got to see it on the big screen first, especially the Marvel shit. So yeah, definitely. And um, I wish you could have gone to, to the other thing I went to the um. Yeah, because I did ask you to go to that shit, and you couldn't go because you had to do some Summerfest shit. The uh, All the Streets of Silent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That shit was yeah. dope. I think it's on, yeah, it's on Amazon. I think it's yeah. on Amazon Prime. It's like six bucks or some shit. But that shit was yeah, dope. Was you got to see that. Yeah, you got to see that. It's just a, 
if you get a chance, people who are listening, um, there's a documentary that's on Amazon, on Prime Video. It's called uh, All the Streets Are Silent. And it's about the uh, the connection between skateboarding and hip-hop, like how all of that shit kind of fused together to become what it is now with all of these brands that, you know, embraced it, how skateboarding started to embrace hip-hop and stuff and how they kind of bridge together. And it's really dope just to see how all of that shit happened. And um, it talked to, like, Stretch and Bobbito, talked to... Uh, Clark Kent, uh, Moby, you know what I'm saying? Moby's involved and shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other people, uh, other skaters and shit involved. Do they talk about that uh, pervert guy at all? The guy who started that pervert brand? Nope. They mostly talked about, like, Supreme okay. and uh, Zoo York and shit like that. Those are the main two brands that they talked about, like, Zoo York and Supreme. They talked about a bunch of, talked to a bunch of skaters who were on Zoo York and, you know, some of the skate team that was on Supreme back in the day and shit. It was just dope. Like the uh, the footage, the uh, old school footage of New York that they had was crazy. That's the New York that I wanted to go to. Like, yeah. that was the New York that I dreamed of and shit when, you know, when I was a kid going to and shit like that, just seeing that type of. The kids knew. I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see the fucking sanitized, gentrified New York that it is now. I want to see that shit. I want to see the New York where you felt like you might get mugged. At any <laughs> fucking given second, you got to keep the uh, fucking buck fifty on you, and she got to keep the razor on you. You don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> you don't see but that was that's the New York that I fucking dreamed of, like yeah, the New York yeah, that yeah. you know what I'm saying the grimy, gritty, the grimy, gritty ass fucking rotten apple type shit. Like it was that. You know what I'm saying they were showing that that type of footage of uh, at some points. You know they were talking about like how when the Supreme store first opened. And how it was just kind of just the spot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How when they first started, it was just the spot. Like all the skaters used to go there to kick it before and, it got big. Right? Yeah, before it got big, and that, that was just where everybody went to kick it at. You know what I'm saying? They, they were showing footage where it'll be 40 skaters just sitting in front of the store watching videos, watching skate videos. Like they were just sitting out in the concrete, like out in the street, on the yeah. sidewalk, just watching videos at the store. Like because they said that's where we, if we were skating, you know, that was where we would meet up at. We would meet up with our boys. Yeah. Meet up at the Supreme store and go somewhere else and go skate or whatever or coming from somewhere we would just meet and now it's a billion dollar fucking end- now it's a billion dollar brand and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy as hell. And dude was the dude that uh, they talked to the guy who owned who started Supreme and um, yeah he was just telling they was the, the, him and some of the employees were just talking about like they didn't, dude didn't care like Jonas Jebbia he was like we didn't really care like what was going on. At the store, like just keep the store open and make sure that nobody's stealing shit. <laughs> make sure nobody's stealing nothing, or and you know we, we making money and all of that. Well, y'all could do whatever I want here as long as you know y'all stay cool and don't break shit and don't don't steal shit. And he's like, yeah, we used to smoke weed in the basement and you know chill. And next thing you know, this shit's like a fucking huge thing. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. And um, yeah, now a Supreme toothbrush is like yeah. two hundred dollars. Yep. They talked about like Harold Harold Hunter's influence on combining those two worlds because he was a big part of that. Yeah. And uh, Stretch and Bobito was a big part of that. You know what I'm saying? Is like they got they met through like uh like skateboarders and shit like that, and being at this this one club where all the skateboarders and shit used to kick it. And you know, uh, Bobito, a uh, Stretch Armstrong was a DJ there. I guess it was this club called Mars. And it was like three floors or whatever, and I guess there was different music on each floor. And um, one floor, Moby would be on one floor, and like Clark Kent would be on another floor, and then like Stretch Armstrong would be on another <laughs> floor. 
Wow. So Moby like is cool with, with Clark Kent and them and shit because he's like that's where I started at and you know we just meet there and and, and kick it and yeah. play our music and shit like that and then it just became like a, a really popping club and um you know the skateboarders would always have a the, the skateboarders was like VIP there and shit yeah because the dude who owned it you know he was like in the skateboarding and shit so they would just tell the people that like y'all could come here and. If he was skate, if a skateboarder, you was a famous skateboarder or a pro skateboarder, you could just come in and walk right in. You know, like even if you was skating, you said yeah. they would bring their skateboards in and just kick it and, and shit like that. And you know, the hip hop people would start seeing these skate kids and yeah, you know what I'm saying because they was all listening to hip hop and shit. And then my fuckers just started the same shit, yeah, yeah, and everybody just started meeting. And next thing you know, like they started embracing the culture. And next thing you know, you start seeing you know rap shit. And the skate videos, and it just turned into a bigger what it is now. It turned into a big fucking deal, and and I remember that too. Mm-hmm. Like when, not like obviously I wasn't in New York and shit, mm-hmm. but I kind of remember at that that moment when um like that skate culture and like hip hop kind of started to merge and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you could feel it because I used to skateboard. Yeah, I used to skate. I did too. Yeah, and then like I I, I listened to like a sh- obviously a shit ton of hip hop, mm-hmm. but I remember like just feeling that like. All of a sudden, all the skaters were listening to hip hop instead of like punk and metal. Yeah, because that's when it started. When it start, first started, they was all listening to like punk rock and music like, yeah. and metal and punk, like you say, punk rock and shit like that. And then it just turned into hip hop. Like, then I started going to demos and like they used to be like playing like punk music. Like three years, two years, three years later, it mm-hmm. was like hip hop playing. Mm-hmm. Like you could hear like gangstar and shit when people were skating. And I, I remember being like, that's really weird, <laughs> but it's cool because. Yeah. I love both. I love skate skating and I love hip hop. So it was it was Yeah, I gotta see that. I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah. Actually. So yeah, that's pretty dope. Just to hear them talk about like how the shit just started to evolve yeah. and for or transition from like punk rock and rock and roll and heavy metal into hip hop and then it ends up and then it was all underground shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was all underground shit because it come from stretch. You know, them being at Stretch Armstrong show, like they would go to Stretch, like the skateboarders would go to Stretch Armstrong show and shit, and the dude was recording. He had footage of uh, Busta Rhymes and Nas and all of them, and then they started using that shit in their skate tapes. Yeah. So, like, one of the early New York skate tapes has, like, footage from the Stretch and Barbito show that he just <laughs> was spliced into it because he was yeah. there and he was recording the shit, and he was like, yo, this shit's Damn. dope. So, I'm going to just start using it. <laughs> So that shit's dope, man. And to hear them talk about like how all that shit happened and how it transformed the whole game, transformed the culture. Because I mean, people don't even realize um, how much skate culture is influenced by hip hop and how much hip hop is influenced by skate culture, skate culture too. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of that shit, a lot of the, the pants and the the the, the shoes and, and some of the shit that we wear comes from skate skateboard. And a lot of, right. a lot of people wear Vans now. A lot of people wear Thrasher shit and. Don't even know what it is, or DGK or Supreme. Yeah, I'm seeing kids and like <laughs> just all kinds of like skate shit, like just any brand, like independent trucks. Like you see, like I'm like, yeah. Do you know what that is? Like, <laughs> yeah, and they have no idea where, where it comes have, from. Like, a and Caballero they, T-shirt, like, what? <laughs> are you like, sure? Yeah, <laughs> like you and have no idea what that is. Are they wearing bands or they wearing yeah DC shoes? And they have no idea what that shit is. They just see it because they see. Lil Wayne wearing it or somebody yeah. else that's cool wearing it and they just wear it and they have no idea that that skate shit. So yeah, that, it's pretty like, cool. Man, if I see like a Paul Peralta, like anything, I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, why are you so excited? <laughs> like, Nothing, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. 
somewhere. So it was cool to go and, and uh, nerd out and shit and, and watch that shit and, and check it out. I, I love document. You know, documentaries are like my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I love to watch documentaries and shit. So yeah, I just watched that Summer of Soul shit and that was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Yeah, like that. Man, I don't know if you noticed, but when Stevie Wonder was on, he was singing and like there was a point where he just moved his mic. He went like that to his mic. Just he get he was his hearing is so good. Mm-hmm. He could hear that his voice, like the the <laughs> inflection of his voice, was off by like that minimal that he went like he just tapped it. It just moved. It didn't even move an inch. Mm-hmm. Like it was that shit is crazy. Like that guy, he had all that footage in his basement. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Sly and the Family Stone. I mean, everybody. Staple just, singers. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Mahalia, like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, all that all that footage that was just sitting and not being used because. Nobody cared about a black festival that was going on at the same time as Woodstock. But at the same time, it was like full. Like, mm-hmm. Man, that was a time to be alive right Yeah, there. that's like, crazy that you could just go to the park and see some shit like that. that <laughs> a free festival, and you could just go to the park and see some of the greatest yeah, names. Yeah, Family Stone is yeah. just there. Right? <laughs> and the way that they said like the the... Like their fashion was changing as the show was happening. Like mm-hmm. as the show was happening, they were seeing people starting to dress like people on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like the next day, like mm-hmm. and shit like that will never ever happen again. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was a special time in history, man. And I'm glad they were able. I'm glad all of these things that are, that are coming out, all these documentaries are coming out. It's just great to see that people are um, that people had the foresight to record this shit. Yeah. There was so many, so many situations where it's like, damn, I'm glad somebody was recording that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad somebody decided to pull out a camera and record that shit because you would never see it again. You know what I'm saying? A lot, like, a lot of the shit you'll never see after again. After all those years, like, how does that film not, like, how did he even store that shit that's mm-hmm. not, like, I don't know. It's, I think they remastered it. Probably, they probably remastered it a little bit. I'm sure it wasn't, but like, still, totally, like, but it's still in good shape. Regular film, like, you can't leave that shit in the basement for, like, 60 years without mm-hmm. it getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean... Maybe it felt like somebody was going to want it at some point. Yeah. Uh, it must have felt like somebody's going to want this shit at some point. Like, Especially as those those artists uh, went on to become legends and shit. Especially yeah. as all those people went on to become legends. I'm sure he was like, yeah, somebody's going to want to see this shit at some point. <laughs> Let me just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to feel like somebody's going to want to see these, these people. And a lot of those people hadn't even seen that footage. Yeah. A lot of people that they showed that Quest them showed it to had never even seen it, so that was yeah, crazy. Yeah, some of them watched it like crying, like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" Like, I don't remember that. But <laughs> yeah, some people were saying like, "Yeah, we were just happy to be there because I remember, I forget what what group he was talking to." That was like, "Yeah, we were just happy to be there because we were seen as like a crossover." Oh, white. T- yeah, yeah. They thought, yeah, that was a uh, people uh, made uh, let the sun shine. Age of Aquarius. Yeah, 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 yeah Age yeah. of Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go uh, see What's her name? McCoo. What's her name? Marilyn McCoo. Yeah. yeah. That's who it is. Okay. Still fine. But yeah. <laughs> she was uh yeah, she was in that group, and I totally forgot about that. Call me grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was still <stupid>. good <laughs> But yeah, just uh yeah, but the, those people had never even seen that footage. So that's crazy to just have all that footage and just be sitting yep. for uh all of that time and and, and never and never use it and, and just make sure that it stays in good condition in case somebody wants to use it and shit. It just turns into that. So. I mean, like, watching it, like, they had, like, full-ass, big-ass cameras everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. the dude who organized that shit, like, he got 
I mean, he got Maxwell House to sponsor mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, and like just have full ass like cameras all over the place recording that shit. Yeah, was, that was dope. And the organ just to organize all that shit by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Had those relationships to organize that shit and pay everybody and make sure folks show up and and all of that. Like they had the picture of the the notes of like all the groups and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like how much they got paid. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was so wild. A, yeah, so that was that's a great documentary if you if you haven't seen it. It's been on was it on Hulu or was it on Netflix? Uh, it's on Hulu. Yeah, now. I think it's yeah. okay. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw it on Hulu. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Summer um, Soul, it was dope. Also, uh, the Rick James joint. You seen the Rick James one yet? No, was it? I thought that was going to theaters. No, it's out. It's on. It's on streaming. I think it's on. Oh, I forget what it's on, but it's on streaming now. My my boy just saw it. He just saw it too, so it's, it's, it just came out a couple weeks ago, I think. Oh, I can see that. That's one of the few books I read in the last five years, so <laughs> uh, about his life. So I got uh-huh. to see that. Yeah, I, that's just funny. It's good, and it's 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 a good um, representation of him and um, how genius he really was. Like Rick James was fucking genius, dude. dude was, Rick James was a brilliant fucking musician. And he is way more than just cocaine is a hell of a drug. And he was a fucking activist. Mm-hmm. Like he was not about any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He did not take shit from anybody. <laughs> yeah, Rick James was way more than cocaine is a hell of a drug. He was everything Prince was before Prince was that, basically. Because yep. he was writing for other people. He had, you know, he was doing his own production. He was doing, you know, left to center type. I mean, he was doing left to center type shit. He was getting more risque. He was more raw. You know, saying. Rick James was about the raw shit, you know, Super Freak and um, Mary Jane. Like, nobody was thinking about weed, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Back then, that shit was, like, taboo to to make songs about that and have it be a fucking hit, to have a song about weed be a hit or have a song about, like, uh, having a Super Freak, having a freak chick being, you know what I'm saying, being a hit, you know what I'm saying? Nobody was doing shit like that. At all. Like, nobody was doing that. Nobody was doing shit for the streets. You know, Rick James was doing shit for the streets back when nobody was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was doing songs for songs that related to people in the streets, talking about the ghetto and I mean, so like no, nobody was doing that. Nobody else was doing that. So yeah, he was on some other shit mm-hmm. entirely, producing for Tina Marie and Mary Jane girls and all that shit. Like he was, he literally did the same thing Prince yeah. did before Prince did it. Yeah, exactly, and that's why you know him and Prince had beef because he felt like <laughs> Prince took a lot of his fucking style and turned it into his own shit. So. And put his own twist on it, and then it blew up off of it. And he's like, Prince what was the just fuck? a weird like. Prince was kind of like a middle child between like, you know, between him and Michael Jackson. Like, Prince was just that weird in that weird spot. Mm-hmm. Like he he never really. I mean, if you put Prince between Rick James and Michael Jackson, like, how do you think you would react? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know how would you respond to mm-hmm. that? Because mm-hmm. that's that's basically where he where he lied was like between those two. Yeah. Yep. And then even when Michael came out, he just could not ever surpass Michael. Yeah, like, so he wasn't. Ever. He was big. I mean, Prince. Prince obviously he was, was huge. huge yeah, but, but he wasn't. Uh, There's only one Michael. Yeah. And stop comparing people to Michael Jackson. We do not <laughs> want to hear that anymore. Like that Drake Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris Brown is not Michael Jackson. Uh, Drake is not Michael Jackson. There's only one Michael Jackson. Right. And I don't care about uh, people saying some shit like, uh, "Well, technology was different, and there was less stuff on TV and less stuff holding people's attention." And that's true. That's true, but at the same time, <laughs> Michael Jackson commanded people's attention. Did you see how many bitches <laughs> fell out when they saw Michael Jackson? <laughs> Fainted, like, yeah. out, 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 right. out. Right. You no. see these these festivals where 
you got to book fucking 575 acts to, to, <laughs> to get 100,000 people in the building. Like, Michael was doing that by himself. If he would have did that Michael. last, <laughs> if he would have did that last fucking tour yeah. before he died, that would have been the biggest tour in history, mm-hmm. period. Because mm-hmm. I was there for it. I was ready to buy a ticket. Yeah. Like, I was. That was in London, right? That was supposed to be in London. Yes. Yeah, that's supposed to be in London. But I was ready. I was ready to give everything I had to go to go to that. Mm-hmm. Everything, mm-hmm. like period, because I wanted to see Michael Jackson my whole life. Yeah. And then like he fucking died, yeah. so that was the end of it. But Mike was somebody you would you would empty your life savings to see Mike. Yes, motherfuckers no would empty whatever you know. They would pay whatever to see Mike. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. so, I was that age, I was <laughs> like, I, you know, I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can borrow some money. I could take what money I got. I can get over to London. <laughs> I, like, I, I just had it figured out. Like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do it. And, uh, you know, then he fucking died. So. Yeah. Yeah, Mike was something. He was special. Michael, Michael Jackson was a phenomenon. There would never be another. I think the only artist that's out now that's close to Michael is Beyonce. I think. Yeah, no doubt. Beyonce is the only artist that's out right now that's, that's close to Michael Jackson. Because the way the, the uh, attention to detail that she puts into her work, into her art, is that that's top level shit? That's elite shit. You know what I'm saying? The, the the homecoming shit. You know I don't I don't listen to Beyonce's music like that, but I respect the artistry yeah. and the, the fact that you know she worked like her she worked her fucking ass off to put that whole concert together from the beginning, from the first note to the last note. Yep. Everything was planned out. Everything meant something. Everything that she did during that show meant something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the the band. You know, bringing the band out. Every number meant something. The way she organized everything, and the way that the songs were laid out, all of that shit—the dance numbers, all of that shit—was put together. Eliminate, yeah, hard, <laughs> yeah. All that shit was put together with with intention, with purpose, and with artistry. And you got to respect that, like whether you, whether not or not, like, art, there's not a lot of artists like that. Yeah, but. nobody puts that much work into their music. They just put some shit out and move on to the next thing. But Beyonce like really puts the work in. And make sure that people understand that I'm really busting my ass to do this shit. Like you know to choreograph like an entire fucking concert. <laughs> Think about that shit. Yeah. That shit like two hours of like choreography. And she be dancing crazy. her fucking ass off. Fucking man. <laughs> and Beyonce be dancing her fucking ass off and singing oh. and and changing outfits and fucking selling popcorn and she might have knitted a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bitch, did you make a cake or something? <laughs> Where does red velvet come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, wh- when did you get time to go to make a red velvet cake? Like, where where did these smothered chicken wings come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, Beyonce could do it all. <laughs> and, like, I appreciate now. I appreciate, like, people I don't really listen to, like, their concerts, if they're, like, if they have, if they have, if there's something to it, if there's a... a you know, there's showmanship and shit like that. Like, well, Meg, like, mm-hmm. I would never go to a Megan Thee Stallion concert mm-hmm. unless uh, I could, like I did, I got in free. I could, and I had access. I was close. But I was impressed. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was a, man, 200, 300% impressed. And people can, you know, shit on me if they want, but. Fuck that, man. Work man, with, she's, we respect she's hard got work. bars, mm-hmm. number one. She can shit on a lot of MCs out there. You don't think she can, but. Go back and watch her old videos, or if you friends old, with, just anything she's done. Like she's got her old freestyle videos. She was killing everybody on those shows, mm-hmm. and like to be able to rap and like do the choreography and shit that she does on stage. 
It's not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, that shit's no game. All. That shit is no game to be able to uh, dance. It's hard as fuck. I can't. I can't dance and fucking rap at the same time. I can't Dude, dance. I can't. And, and with the 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 the, uh, the the technical skill that she raps with and shit, you know, she she be yeah. rapping her ass off. I mean, it's man, it's a lot of shit about twerking and shit like that. But I mean, she could rap. The bars is there. I mean, the, the flow and shit is there. So and shout out to easy. Shout out to Chris Shoeless because he's all he's been putting me on to her for a minute. Really? Okay. And I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but then once I said something about like, yeah, 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 she's dope. He like sent me a bunch of shit and I was like, dude, like, okay, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. You're right. Because Chris Shoeless was right about her and he's always been right about her. And like, yeah, she's dope. Yeah. And I posted a video uh, today about yep. Q-Tip uh, saying that he had shopped her around. That he had shopped her around when, before she blew up. I mean, before anybody knew who she was or whatever, when she was just kind of starting. And motherfuckers wouldn't sign her, man. That shit's crazy to think that, you know, somebody who comes, but somebody like Q-Tip walks somebody into a label <laughs> and they don't sign them. Right. That's that, nuts. That was his whole point, saying it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The, yeah. What do you say? The, um, the, the, the cosign doesn't the matter. Cosign doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cosign ain't, ain't, don't matter no more. Back in the day. You know, back in the 90s, all you had to do was have, if somebody walked you into a label, if Jay-Z walked you into a to Def Jam and said, I want this dude to get a deal, you got a deal. Got a it deal. was nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was no problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, Q-Tip was saying, I, I watched the whole thing, and he was like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't have a problem getting, you know, I pushed, what's we call it, Russell to sign Redman, or, you know, the Nas situation and shit, you know, all these other situations that I had, Dilla, you know what I'm saying? All I had to do was say, yo, this dude is dope, and he needs to get a deal, and right. that was that. You know what I'm saying? But now they don't care about that shit. They only care about, like... Numbers. Yeah, they only care about whether or not you already got a movement going. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to have fans and shit already. They don't fuck with people who ain't got some kind of buzz going. Your Instagram has to be lit. Yeah, you got to have a, a, a couple hundred thousand on Instagram. You got to have a million views on YouTube and all this shit before a label fuck. But when you got that shit... Like uh, some some of course we got to mention Griselda. <laughs> haven't talked about it's been almost two hours. We haven't talked about Griselda yet. Oh, <laughs> when you somebody like that, when you already got a fan base, you already selling shows, you already doing numbers. You don't need a label. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a label to make money no more. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to that point where you, you already have thing. a movement, yeah, you yeah. can do your own thing. You might as well invest in yourself and keep investing in yourself. If these labels don't want to invest in you, so. That's what she got fucked up on. She uh probably felt like, you know, if Q-Tip can't get me a deal, I'm going to just take whatever deal I can get. And she ended up in a bad contract, and, you know, she's in the situation she's in now. Yeah. I mean, she's still making money. She's still obviously doing amphitheater shit and doing a lot of shows, but 30% of that money goes to the label. 30% of her money goes to the label. That shit's crazy. Yeah, that's, from everything. that's that, like, 360 deal, right? Yeah, she got a 360 deal, yeah. so, like, 30%. Of all her merchandise, all her her tour money goes to the label, and they get like sixty percent of her royalties. That shit's crazy, you know yep. what I'm saying? And you know, Q Tip was trying to. She put was her trying to. Is that the deal she was trying to sue for? Yeah, uh, that's why she's trying uh, to get out of. That's the deal she's, she's still trying to get out, to get out of. Yeah, yep, she's trying to get out of that deal now, still. And you know, it wouldn't be like that if motherfuckers had believed in her in the first place. And listen, when Q Tip said, "Like, yo, this chick is dope. She's gonna be the next big thing." Right. Y'all should fuck with her And you know And at the same time I get why she signed The papers too mm-hmm. It's like you're Especially when you're talented Like you gotta be desperate mm-hmm. Like you gotta take What you can get And I get it I mean And her stage show is Man it's 
besides all the ass, it's like it's phenomenal. It's a good it's a good stage show. And the ass is also phenomenal. Yes. Yes. Meg is bad. Yeah. Yeah, Meg is bad. I would I would definitely uh she would definitely get all my pension money. <laughs> and then, then, like, watching her, like, I don't know if you saw her new Nike commercial. Um, she's kind of go over, going over, like, all the shit she has to do, like, the training she has to do, you know, the choreography training. The, you know, she has to train, like, as a person, like, mm-hmm. and working mm-hmm. out and, like, all this shit. Yeah. It's, like, constant. Like, she's yeah. she's in it. Like, now she, there's no, like, sleep. Yeah, you, you got to be in athlete shape to do that shit. Yeah. To do what her and Beyonce do. Like, you got to yeah. be in athlete shape, like. It takes some conditioning to to be able to dance and fucking twerk and rap and right. sing and you gotta be and do all that shit. Like you gotta be in some good shape. Like because. she's fucking jogging every day. <laughs> Trust me. Trust. She's jog- jogging every day. You can't be no fat niggas like us <laughs> and, and do that shit and, and drink drink bourbon in forties and shit and, and get on stage and and try to do that. You'll be dead by the first Game song. Game over. <laughs> Game over. We'll be out of commission by the first fucking song. So yeah, the. I definitely respect I respect motherfuckers who actually put the work in, who actually respect their art forms and shit and, and do what they're supposed to do. I mean and work hard and, and try to present a great product <laughs> for the they, they fan base and shit. Like people like her and Beyonce, they yeah. definitely get my respect. Even though I don't really fuck with their music like that. I may not be the biggest fans of their music, but I respect what they do. Yeah. I definitely respect what they do, most most definitely. I think like I fuck with Meg's like old freestyles though. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I couldn't listen to like her album. Yeah. Like, but I can go to her concert and appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the shit. I think that what she does is dope. I think the flow is dope. I think her yeah. delivery is dope and shit. The content may be lacking, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is what it is. You know, she make a lot of money doing that, so I respect it. Yeah. Live niggas respect that shit. So, yeah, that's what that's what's up. Since you're on music now, what, what music have you been listening to this summer? Uh, man. Do we even need to discuss the... <laughs> we need to discuss everything. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. Okay, so let's let's just dive into the Hitler Wears Hermes 8. Okay. Uh, part 1 and 2 are A and B. Um, I, I don't want to say... I, I don't want to say it's a classic, but... Um, together... Crazy. I think together, these this, this last one is a classic to me. Uh-huh. Personally, I yeah. think. And I think it's more, it's less of uh, West Side Gun, you know, rapping, but it's it's more of he's curating, mm-hmm. I think. And I love the way he puts people on. Yeah. That's the, nobody does that but him. Yeah. Like, nobody does that shit. And the way he put people on on these two albums is just ridiculous. Right, to take Stove Guy, who ain't on his label, <laughs> and right. put him on like four All or five songs. Yeah, and put him like on like five songs on yeah. the album is nuts. That shit is n- nobody would ever do that. Nobody in hip hop was doing Literally that. ever, ever. Nobody would take somebody and say, "I think this person is so dope." Jay Z would never have taken somebody and and said, "I think this person is so dope. I'm gonna put them on like five songs on my album because I ever. want people to hear them." Ever. <laughs> he never did that, and it's maybe I, I guess you can count maybe Kanye because he did that with Ye with the with, with Blueprint, and he put like Ye on a bunch of songs, but. At the same time, like he's never, he would never do that with a rapper. He would never do that no. with a rapper and put and he, say like Beanie Siegel's dope, so I want Beanie Siegel on like half my album. He would never right. do that. He <laughs> recognizes that that's the best thing about him. He recognizes the these artists that are just dope. Man. Yeah, like Rome Streets. Right, he got Rome Streets he on there. Kill yeah. everything he's on. He just yeah. kills it. And um, what's that one dude? Jay Worthy? Is it Jay Worthy? Yeah, Jay Worthy. Jay Worthy and um. 
who else is on there? Um, uh, Larry June is on there. He always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I just became a, <laughs> I, this 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 summer. I became a Larry June fan. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he kills every like his boring flow is just so yeah. dope to me for some reason. It's, I don't it's know so why. Cali and so laid back. <laughs> it's just, just like chill. You know what I'm saying? So boring and dull. <laughs> just like I'm intrigued. Like mm-hmm. wait, why is he talking like that? That's putting like, putting Boldy on. You know what I'm saying? Put, putting Boldy back on and shit. Got him, got him back on and shit, and uh, just like you said, it's about the curation. I think it's more than the West Side albums are, like you said, they're bigger than um, bigger than him rapping. People yes. just get focused on him. And I think West Side Gun is a dope rapper, but it's bigger than him rapping. It's about it's way bigger. Yeah, it's about the the uh, features and shit, and about the, the the art that he's curating on these albums with the production. You know, throwing conductor on joints. You know, conductor produce. I mean, because he, he does it with the production. And he does it with the features, and he puts people on that you never heard of before. You look throughout all his. He's albums. making these dudes famous, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and and putting these people on his fan base, and you could tell that like, he listens to a lot of. He listens to everybody in the industry, and he's saying like, "Okay, this person's dope. I'm gonna put him on my album, so that more people can can hear hear his shit." You know what I'm saying? Because they know he already knows like it's a West Side Gun album. Everybody gonna be listening. So let me put Rome Streets on here. Let me put Stove God on here. Let me put Boldy on here and shit. Put fucking Wayne on here. Yeah, let me get put Wayne. His best on here. verse of the last two years. <laughs> yeah, longer than that. That's the coldest yeah, Wayne verse true. I heard in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> and then like to have uh, what's his name, AA Rashid, on every album. Have you ever listened to one of his albums? Nope. His album. I was trying to figure out like why does he keep putting this dude on his album? <laughs> it's like some dude he met at the airport, mm-hmm. and I listened to his album. and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I haven't heard like of he, it. Is he rap? He, yeah. Okay. He, I don't know he was, was kind of doing this shit before Gun. Like mm-hmm. this type of uh, what what do you what would you call it? The shit like uh minimalist like hip hop mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of doing it before him. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to his list, his he only has one album that I know of. But if you listen to it, it's, it you you'll get it. Like okay. oh okay yeah that makes sense okay. Yeah, and I he's never like kind of he's kind of. Weird too. I thought like, he was like Keisha Plum, so I never listened. I thought he was just more like a poet type person. No, he's just he was talking. Just, okay. He's just weird. Just yeah. saying weird shit. But uh-huh. if you listen to his album, you'd be like, oh, like you listen to the beats, you'd be like, oh, okay, 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 uh-huh. okay. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's on that shit that before everybody else, he was kind of futuristic, I guess you'd call him. Okay. Like, I mean, you know, Rock Marciano really laid the the foundation, the foundation for everything. Yeah. You know, Rock, Rock Marciano laid the foundation for everything. And, uh, yeah, West Side and them just came and built on it and shit and turned it into what it is. I think uh I think Hitler Eight is like one of the dopest fucking double albums I've ever heard. Yep. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I don't care. You can ask as it's colder than a lot of shit that I've heard in the past. It's colder than fucking All Eyes on Me. I think it's just colder than fucking yep. Life After Death or whatever. Like it's a Definitely. double album. You know what I'm saying? That shit's dope. And who's what's the dude on uh, Westheimer? Um Sauce Walker? Oh, he snapped. <laughs> he snapped. Snap. And I just saw a video of him doing it uh, in a concert with yeah. Stove. Mm-hmm. And he he killed it. Like, mm-hmm. the whole crowd was like, <laughs> They didn't expect him to come or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like the way they, they, you can tell how they pick their songs, too. Like, they just pick random words out of, like, a verse that yeah. they hear. Cause yeah, to throw Sauce Walker on Westheimer, like yeah, he, Sauce Walker's like, from a, uh, it's from Houston and shit. Yeah, like how did that even? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> he's like a, a, a hood rapper from Houston and shit, and they fuck with him, and he's been on a couple West Side Gun albums. He has shit. literally never rapped on a beat like that in his life. Yeah, ever. Yeah, ever. And 
Jay Worthy them either. They don't rap on no. shit like that. Like they but rap they on Cali shit. Yeah, but they be killing it. Just killed it. And they kept the, the other thing is dope is like they have no constraints. Like it's not like do sixteen bars and you're out. Just everybody just keeps rapping. Yeah. Like just keeps going. You can <laughs> always get the uh, dope verse. Uh, the features he gets Westside gets the dopest features because like they just he just like everybody go off. Them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He don't care. Westside don't care if I just rap like eight bars on the song. He'll put like on like a what the fucking song on Hitler's seven. Or if it was that Fly Guy too, the song that's got a like it's like seven minutes long. It's got everybody in the stove guy and them on. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. I gotta look it up. But <laughs> um, it's, it's a song that's got like fucking seven people on. It's like eight, eight, seven, eight minutes long and shit. And, just, and it's just like a loop too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta look it up because that's gonna bug me until I find until I figure out what it was. But yeah, they he does shit like that and don't they don't care. But the. Uh, you gotta, you know how fucking humble you gotta be to do that. Mm-hmm. To that everybody's killing you on every track, but you just don't care. Yeah, you just don't care. You just keep throwing, throwing, throwing people on there because you just want to put people on. Right. And his thing is that you know I just want to put everybody on and shit. And I thought I thought Jay Electronica's uh, verse was dope too. Yeah, I think he gonna hear something from Ghost about that. Uh, that little line he spit, like, do you think I write for ghosts, bitch? I might, I might be. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Somebody goes, you gonna say something about that and shit? I think, I think something, something's gonna happen from that. Damn, what's the name of the song? I can't fucking find it now. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I agree with you. This is this is together, like the two, the A and the B. Mm. Um, yeah, one of the best albums we'll probably hear in a, in a minute. Yeah, that shit's uh, unfortunately that shit's crazy. But. That shit is crazy. That's, uh, hopefully, it's not his last album. I think it might be, but I mean, you look over his discography and shit. Like it's it's so much shit. Even yeah. if it is his last album, like I'm, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it is what it is. Yeah, so. yeah, because he's done a lot at this point. Yeah, he's done a lot of shit at this point. So that's pretty pretty dope. Uh, what's the name of this song? I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. It's gonna piss me off until I find it and shit. Oh, Frank Murphy. Oh yeah, just yeah. It's called it. yeah. Frank Murphy. With, There's a uh, video Stove, for that too. Yep, with Stove God and all them yep. on there. And it's like an eight minute song, and like everybody's on there. Who else would do that? And you know, I don't think he's he might only have like a couple bars on that song and shit. But it's like yeah. everybody else is on there. He just let everybody else get off. And I just yeah. throw a few bars on the end and shit. So. There's just no there's no constraints to that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just he's like just go. Yeah. Just do whatever you do, and then we're going to fit whatever we need to do around it. So I think that's pretty dope. Um, even like Tyler, it's like. Yeah, they even have Tyler on there, to have Jay Versace on there. Because yeah. Jay Versace produced the uh, joint with him and uh, Jay Electronica. Yep. That's the that's Jay Versace beat. So. And that's dope, because he's really trying to get away from that Instagram fame mm-hmm. and all that shit mm-hmm. and be a producer. And he's really put, man, He's he's got some dope beats. I still think the shit he did with um, Baldy Baldy was that's fire to me. I still listen to it. Like mm-hmm. shit just came and Baldy's out. album is fire. Yeah, yeah, Baldy's album is fire. The Bo Jackson. Yeah, I've been bumping that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Turpentine was my ringtone for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, I, uh, Turpentine was my ringtone. I like uh, I like that shit. Uh, illegal search and seizure. Oh, uh, that first forty-eight freestyle. That shit cold. That first forty-eight. That's cold. Man. Yeah. So I like he snapped that. Snapped on that shit. That still war. That dude's voice is so fucking boring, <laughs> but for some reason it's just. Uh-huh. 
Him and like Larry June and shit. Me so and uh, dope, but. I was talking to Fon- I was talking about it on Twitter, and, and Fonte agreed. He was like, "Yeah, that's AP drug rap," because <laughs> uh, what Bodie is talking about, a lot of shit that Bodie is talking about is in code. It's a lot. A lot of it is coded, and if you don't really know like street lingo and shit, you ain't gonna understand what he's saying. Like it just sounds boring. Right. If it sounds boring to you, it's because you don't understand what the fuck he's saying. A right. lot of the shit that he's saying is like really coded shit. It's a lot of drug talk. It's a lot of like, like Bodie raps like his phone is tapped. <laughs> like you gotta like kind of decode what the fuck, you gotta decode what the fuck he's saying to understand. Like okay, that's dope. The way that he said that yeah, shit was, yeah. or the way that he put the shit together was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that first 48 freestyle, you listen to it, and a lot of shit that he's saying is like just heavy it's coded. It's heavily I think coded. About it, like Larry June does that shit too. Mm-hmm. Like he'll say a ver- like something in his verses, I'll be like, "That's dope." Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that shit means. But <laughs> that shit is dope. Unfortunately, I-, I listen to so much drug rap that I understand. <laughs> I ain't never so dope, but I listen to so much fucking drug rap that I understand what these motherfuckers be saying. Man, and when I heard terrible. it, I was like, "That's cold." Like the way that he say that to shit, it, you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like he did the crack like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, the way the uh, yeah. So the way that they they order, just the way they talk about guns and shit like that. Like the, the some of the shit that he be saying is just stuff that you wouldn't get if you ain't, if you don't listen to a lot of drug rap or if you don't know the streets like right. that. Like you just ain't gonna understand it, and so it sounds boring. But like if you actually sit and break down his verses and like yeah. actually try to understand what the fuck he's saying, you're like, oh shit, that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so sometimes sometimes you might have to Google some shit. <laughs> For real, sometimes you might have yeah. to Google something, and and maybe you'll understand, uh, you know, the different type of drug names they use and the different type of gun names and shit like that. But that's Bodie in in a nutshell. It's like a lot of, I think that's why uh, Alchemist fucks with him so hard. Heavy. Uh, Alchemist fucks with him heavy because I think he reminds him of like Prodigy a little bit. I think yep. he reminds him of Prodigy a little bit. So I think that's why he fuck with him so hard. Is the lyrics and shit, the lyricism and the, his attitude and the way he raps is a lot like Prodigy yeah, and shit. Yeah, it is like, kind of like, yeah. yeah. it's a lot like Prodigy, so I think that's why he fuck with him so hard. So, uh, Bo Jackson's pretty dope. Um, what else? Uh, the Crime Apple, I've just been listening, I've been listening to that the past couple of days. Uh, yeah. Crime Apple just dropped some shit with uh, DJ Muggs, that's cold, called Cartagena. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Um, Flea Lord. Um, yeah, Rock. Flea Lord. Marciano, that's dope. Yeah, so props, shout out to Flea Lord, man, because Flea Lord been doing it this year, man. Yeah. The past couple years, he been, because he, he went from somebody we saw four or five years ago, motherfuckers had no idea who he was, and now he doing his own shows. Yep. Yeah, Flea Lord do his own shows now and shit. That's wild, because we saw him like do like one song yeah. at that show. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude is dope. Like. You was the only person who knew who he was and shit. Because I remember you telling me, like, yo, Flea Lord going to be there. I'm like, who the fuck is Flea Lord? <laughs> and I was just like, I just happened to hear one album by accident. You know what it was is because Prodigy was on one one of his songs. Mm-hmm. And that's how like how I heard it. And I ended up listening to the whole album. Yeah, he was uh, Prodigy's last protege. Yep. He was Prodigy's, yep. the, the last dude that Prodigy was working with before he died was Flea Lord. So. And now he been coming up, and he got the album with uh with Rock Marciano, the Delgado. That shit is fire too. That yep. shit is fire. Yeah, that shit is super dope. And um, oh, you already said what's gonna call it? Uh, DJ Muggs and uh, Crime Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue has a new album. That's it. The color blue. It's pretty dope. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Um, 
not his best work, but it's this dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, you listen to Big Twins at all? Nope. I know who he is, but I've never, I've never listened to him. Yeah, he's he's got a new one out called uh, Still Here. And he's got, man, a lot of people on it. It's kind of dope. Um, he's not the best rapper in the world, but his voice is dope. Mm-hmm. I always love Big Twin voice and shit. His voice is real gravelly and shit yeah, and just yeah. grimy. So, yeah, I, I fuck with Big Twin. But I think OT The Real. Yeah. that's I've been heavy on that <laughs> shit. Like, uh, I, was, yeah. uh, I was, like, skeptical about, well, I was on the fence about going to see Benny. Yeah. Until I found out OT the real was gonna be there too, and I'm like, I gotta go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he's opening. Yeah, for- he's opening for Benny now. So, uh, <laughs> October 29th. I might have to roll with you. Yeah, so I'm going. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going. I gotta go yeah. to that. So I was like, because I was on the fence. I was like, Benny ain't been really doing it for me lately. Man, I'm but going. I'm, I'm rolling. Let me go. Yeah. No, let me know when you get the ticket. Did yeah. you get the ticket already? No, I didn't get it yet. Yeah, let me know. But uh, yeah, I heard. Uh, once I heard OT the real was open, I'm like, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. I gotta OT go. is dope. <laughs> Man, yeah. Oh, that you, you see, so you listen to that? Uh, you are who you eat with. Oh, several. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That shit is fire. Yeah, that's fire, man. Ot, like you said, uh, he's a white beanie seagull. <laughs> he is like the white beanie seagull and shit. Cause his shit is definitely authentic. He is definitely like the the shit's real. You know, like there's saying? some rappers you can't tell if they've been to jail or not, or did some reckless shit. He has clearly been <laughs> to prison, not jail. He's been to prison. Yeah. And you can tell he's yeah. done some reckless shit. Yeah, he's clearly been in some sketchy situations, <laughs> and he's been in some street shit. So you could definitely, you definitely yeah, get he, the authenticity. He's man, that album is dope. <laughs> man, he's everything he's put out has been yeah, fire. I fuck with OT. I fuck with OT hard, man. Everything, uh, and he's co-signed by everybody that's that's on that shit. Everybody that's like in the streets. Anybody you could think of that's like authentic, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers Mims. like uh, yeah, motherfuckers like uh, Beanie Siegel, fuck with him. Uh, Conway and fuck with him. Uh, you know, if if you know Philly, you really, 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 Everybody really know think, Philly yeah. shit. Like OBH and them, they fuck with him. Um, like AR Ab and Dark Low and them, they fuck with him. So yeah, they really, he really out here moving for real. So yeah, he out here fucking with the real shit. If you like that street shit, yeah, I'll the real is definitely what you need to be listening to. That's you are who you eat with. That's the coldest white dude I ever heard. Like, for real, period. For real, period. One of the uh, he's, he's better than yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say. I don't even want to get into that, but yeah, he's one of the coldest <laughs> white dudes that I've ever heard. For real, like that. I really Not, could, and it doesn't even matter. Be honest, <laughs> but like, if we're talking about it, like yeah, because yeah. you're, you're gonna see him eventually. Yeah, and, like, realize he's a white dude. Yeah, and you're gonna be like, damn. <laughs> like I really fuck with this shit because like he really be he really rap like. He fuck with the streets. Like he, he probably f- had a black <laughs> stepfather. He's been out there. Yeah, like, he been he he been out in these streets handling business and shit. So yeah, yeah he's definitely he may ready. have had a rougher life than Meek Mill. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I don't yeah, know, he definitely he, fucks yeah. with the, fucks with the shit. He definitely with the shits, as the kids say. He's definitely <laughs> with the shits. So yeah, we fuck with that. Oh, one more album okay. before we get out of here. Go ahead. Grip, I die for this. Yeah. You know we Grip, big fans of Grip. So. Grip is because uh, he signed a Shady. Yep. Quietly, which is dope. Um, I love that album. I, I mean, I like that last album better. Uh, but man, he's super slept on number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't see him in any like I hardly ever see him in articles. No, nah, shit. Nope. Um, so that's crazy that Eminem like heard his shit because the, yeah. the way he explained it. 
on a uh, album, he had a song explaining like what happened is is that like he was get, actually getting ready to quit rapping, yep. and he said that you know he got a call from M saying like yo Eminem want to sign you or got a call from from Rosenberg saying that yo M wants to meet with you. He heard your album, he thought you thinks you dope and shit, and then he ended up getting a deal. So that's crazy. And his that that last album was because we I found that one by accident too. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you did. Man, that well, I still listen to those. But this one too is. Yeah, it, it's dope. Yeah, and Emma actually had a dope verse on there. Like, yeah, he, he was, didn't switch the beat up. Yeah. Like he, yeah, yeah, he, he actually stayed with the beat and shit, and this <laughs> shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go too crazy. You know how M likes to get off into the gymnastics and shit, the verbal yeah. gymnastics. But he kind of stuck to the to the script, stuck in the pocket, and and, and put out a dope and, and put in a dope verse. So that was dope. I will say they don't have a good marketing team because I, I just. Like if I wouldn't have known who Grip was already mm-hmm. and like look for a new album, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have heard. Yeah. I wouldn't have heard I, about. I follow him on on Twitter and shit, so that's how I knew that he was yeah. putting out. And I didn't know that he was on Shady until like I actually listened to the album. I was like, wait, like why is Eminem on here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like when did Eminem, when did he get cool with Eminem? Like how did that happen? It's like a puzzle. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I like actually looked into it. I was like, damn, he on Shady. I didn't know that. I had yeah. no idea that he was on you Shady. You told me he was on Shady. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like I'm listening to it and it says Shady Records. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I did not know that. Even when I'm listening to it, I didn't know that until I like looked into it. I was like, why is fucking why is Eminem and Royce on here? You know what I'm saying? When did he get cool with them? And yeah, that's crazy. I think he might. Does he do his own production? No, I don't think so. Okay, because his production is like it's. I like how they kept the production kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So he's at least he's using the same people, which is dope. Um, what do you think of King's Disease Two? Yeah. Nas. Yeah. Okay, we can skip that. I didn't care for that shit. Either. Yeah, it's it's cool. I'm, I'm I'm not a big Nas fan these days. I'm. It's I just cool. got mad about how many people were so like. On it, like, yeah. That's so. Uh, this is uh, this is like the, the greatest shit ever. <laughs> Nas is back and Nas the gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, really. This is not a good album. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's not. It doesn't make me mad, but it's it's yeah, all right. Like I listened to it once. I have not listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. Nothing stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it a couple times. It's yeah. It's, it's nothing. It's like yeah. good as always, but it's just. Yeah, it's nothing. It's just it. too uplifting to me. I, I, I can't fuck with that. I, yeah, he just don't appeal to me like that no more. It's crazy. Just too happy. Yeah, I, I, I want old. I know he'll never do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those fans because I know he's never gonna go back to like premiere and Pete Rock, Pete Rock and like all that shit. Like I know that's over with and he's not gonna do it. But that's what I like. That's what I love with Nas. That's what I want to hear him flow over. And anything else is just garbage to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not liked a Nas album. Like, I know people like a lot of his albums, but I have not liked a Nas album since, really, his third album. And his third album Life was is really good was cool. It. Life it was is good. Right. Was, I just, yeah. It was cool. But his third album was really pushing yeah. it for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, I haven't been super into Nas in a minute. I, I like some of his shit. I think what, I think really what, Pissed me off is like King's Disease beat uh, Alfredo, and Alfredo was like <laughs> my shit. So I'm mad yeah. about that still. Yeah, yeah. And I knew he was gonna win as soon as I saw who was all fucking nominated. I was like, he gonna win that Grammy yeah. watch, and I, I just knew that. I knew that was gonna happen because he hasn't never won. He hadn't ever won one. Then the album was actually pretty decent and shit. So I was like, he gonna win this time. Watch over Alfredo, who deserves it. But I mean, whatever. I do hope he leave at some point. I hope he like wins some kind of like lifetime achievement award, because mm-hmm. uh, 
I think like Illmatic has to be uh something has to be done about Illmatic because mm-hmm. that that is an album that everybody recognizes as one of the top five for yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's one of the greatest albums in rap history. So. And I don't think he's ever got like his flowers for that shit. Yeah. And I think he needs something. Well, I think he's gotten his flowers for it. I think he's gotten enough recognition for that over the past Just people saying it though, years. but like I don't think. He's got, never gotten an award for yeah, it. Yeah, he's never like, gotten anything. Yeah, well he's gotten enough flowers for it over the past 25 years or so. I think uh, I'm happy that he's found a, a groove at this yeah. late stage of his career because you know it was kind of Kind of spotty for Nas for a minute. Yeah. You he know likes what working with, uh, what's his name? Hit uh, Boy. Hit Boy. Like, he likes Hit Boy's him. dope. I think uh, Hit Boy yeah. has some dope shit. And, uh, I, I, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't, like you said, this doesn't, nothing moves me on that album. Right. Nothing really moves me on that album. So it's it's cool, but it's like nothing I would like listen to on a regular basis and shit. Yeah. My uh, heavy rotation pretty much is like Stove Guy. Still listen to Stove, still listen to plenty of Stove Guy. Stove Guy don't never miss. Never. Stove Guy never misses. So I listen to plenty stove. I listen to plenty West Side. You know, uh, like right now needs to be, man. That's the ver- that is the chorus of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to right now all the time, <laughs> man, over and over. I don't even listen to the Jada part. I just when Jada starts, I just rewind. It. <laughs> like I like his verse too, but yeah. I just want to hear like the the beginning again. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's like, wait, right now, right now. <laughs> yeah, Stovey, Stovey snapping every time. Stovey representing so. Yeah, listen to a lot of that. Oh, uh, I can't get out of here without mentioning the Children of Zeus album. Violence, that shit is fire. I thought we talked about that last time. No, it's been, that, that wasn't out we talked since, that's, that's not been out since June. June was the last mm-hmm. show. Oh. Violence just came out like a month ago. Yeah, that shit's only been out for like a month or so. But yeah, Children of Zeus, if you want that R&B shit, yeah. dope. Children of Zeus is so fucking dope to me. I wanted, I really, really. come here? Nope. Uh, they haven't come here yet. Hopefully, they come here at some point. They're on tour in uh, London right now. I was going to go over there. I really, w- I really, really wanted to go over there and see them, but, you know, I'm transitioning jobs at the time, and, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get the time off to do that, but I really, really, really wanted to go over there for that and, and see them at least one time, man. Hopefully, they come to America soon, yeah. but they are really fucking dope. That album is fire. I listen to that shit all the time. Them and Salt, I want to see live. Yeah. Oh yeah, she just uh not salt, but Cleo Soul is in Salt. Mm-hmm. She's a part of Salt, and she just dropped an album um too called Mother, is which is dope. Yeah, so uh, some R and B shit. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, it's a little more soulful. I mean, it's it's not like just upbeat. It's like really soulful because she she just had a kid and shit. So she's more talking about motherhood and stuff like that. So that's a really dope album. Um, yeah, so I've been listening to that a lot. Listen to those two albums a lot. Uh, salt. Yeah, I listen to salt a lot. Yeah. Uh, a, little you, Sims you got me on that. I'm a mm-hmm. super salt fan now. Yeah, salt's dope. Um, so yeah, I, w- I really wanted to mention the uh, Children of Zeus album because that shit's fire. Uh, the way they 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 even flip, you know, older songs and shit. Like they flip uh, if I ever fall in love again. They flip that on the album and that shit's dope. Uh, the whole shit, the whole the whole album is just fire. The whole shit plays. I play that shit straight through. We play that album straight through and it's just fire the whole way. So definitely check that out if you get a chance. It's, I think it's on iTunes now. It's on Apple Music or whatever. Uh, I listen. I have Apple Music now for once and shit. I actually uh, took the plunge and shit. I had a a, a trial thing. It was like a three month free trial thing. So I went ahead and and copped it and I, it's cool. I mean, I still buy albums though. I still buy shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I still buy shit because certain shit is only on Bandcamp or whatever. So I still buy certain yeah, things. You have to sometimes, yeah. just to just to get it. Yeah, everybody ain't on iTunes. Although, like, I, did you ever get that Marv One album? Yeah, I bought it. Like, I obviously like was too late because he put it he put it up and then took it down. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't did know he that. Put it back up? Nope. I'm no. not sure. Yeah, then. he put it up look. for like a day or two and oh, okay. then took it down. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have to send it to you then. Oh, uh, that yeah. rabbits can't shoot. Yeah, yeah that's just dope. To get that. Yeah, yeah, that shit is dope. Uh, I forgot that came. That's yeah, that came out since we've been gone too. So. Yeah, yep, that shit's dope too. So a lot of things that I get, um, some some are only on Bandcamp, or you'll probably never see them again. So yeah, so I, I uh, still have my, I still buy music, but you know for other shit for like back catalog and stuff that I don't want to put on my phone. I don't want to get CDs to put on my phone. I do that. I just put it on Apple Music and jam like that. So you know I rock like that. Yeah. Do you got any other shit you want to talk about before we get out of here? Not that I can think of. I think we've pretty much been through everything. Yeah, this is an extremely long show, but you know <laughs> we've been gone for an extremely long time. We hopefully it doesn't happen again. We'll uh, keep rocking. We'll get back to our normal schedule for you know the the, the fall and shit like that, fall and winter, and yeah. you'll hear from us more often lately. Uh, hopefully y'all haven't totally forgotten about us. Well, I mean, we'll put it, this shit up back up on. Um, this might have to be a part one and two. <laughs> I, I feel like we've been doing this like three hours. Or yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they can get this know. whole thing, and then we'll do some other shit later. But you know, we just want people to listen and check us out, and uh, and get back rocking with us, get back familiar with us and shit. Uh, we enjoy doing this. Is we've been drinking E. H. Taylor bottled and bond, so this this shit's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good, <laughs> very smooth. Yeah, very I've smooth. been buying plenty of bottles of bourbon. I got like six more bottles over here that <laughs> haven't opened yet. That's a lot of bourbon. Yeah, uh, my whole uh, I had one shelf when y'all when we left. Now I'm full with this. Now I'm, I got two full shelves of bourbon. So. Or two yeah, full I racks. Being like, bro, you yeah, I just one. yeah. You, before well, you needed to get another one, and now I have another one, and it's full too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much out of room. I got to start drinking shit. I don't drink enough, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I buy more shit than I drink. Do not have a party over here ever. <laughs> Be crying because all your good shit is drank. No, I won't. Because this shit's strong enough that motherfuckers can't drink all that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this shit is so strong that motherfuckers can't drink like that. This ain't like 40 proof. I mean, this ain't like 80 proof bullshit. We're talking about 100, 120 shit like that. So motherfuckers ain't going to be, this is the kind of shit you're going to drink like two or three shots of and you'd be fucked up. So I would never have a party over anyway. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't like that many people. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. All female party. Yeah. That's, that's different. <laughs> Even that, I don't, I don't like that many people to have a party. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I only like, like, Five people in the world and shit. So, <laughs> I would never care enough to have a whole party like that. Well, yeah, it's uh, been a good time and shit. It's been cool being back uh, over here and, and doing what we do and uh, talking some shit and, and going back over what we've done for the summer. It's been a productive summer for both of us, like a time of transition for both of us. And we've you know, just been trying to uh, better ourselves and, and improve ourselves and shit. And now we can get back to what we do. You know what I'm saying? We're just talking shit to y'all and and putting y'all on to some new shit and giving y'all our opinions about different things and life stuff. So we'll keep doing that. Uh, keep catching us on Anchor or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're still up on all that shit. Hopefully y'all been checking us out. And uh, we will catch y'all on the next one, man. So enjoy your fall uh we will see y'all uh, we'll be, be back hopefully soon and 
Yeah, well, uh, since my schedule changed, we can do a little <laughs> bit more shit. Could, could, I'm off every weekend now, so we can talk a little bit more and schedule a little bit more shit and, and get it in. So, Dupe. Yep, so y'all have a good one, and we will catch y'all on the next one, man. Peace. Laters. <laughs>